Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Adventurers League Storm King Sunder. I'm John. I'm the Game Master for the day. And joining us today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Farron Altarian, human-powered individual mater. And Jeremy. Oh, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing uh, Kinvalar, uh, Sun Elf Blade Singer. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Star... I'm not playing Star Wars. Why did I say that? <laughs> You're not playing Star Wars. Star Wars. I'm playing Miracle, the uh, Tiefling Ranger. And Jeff. Hello, I'm Jeff. I'm playing Farbolt Chance, the Half-Elf Rogue. And rejoining us once again is Theon Grebo. Yay! Hey, I'm Thea, and I'm playing Milva, uh, the Halfling Rogue. And I'm playing Flint, who's a Dwarven Barbarian Bard. And... When last we left Flint and Milva, uh, so Flint and Milva had, were left behind in the city of Nightstone, uh, where they said that they were going to help defend the town against any further incursion until reinforcements arrived and people got back to sort of build up the town and get everything put back together. Which they did. They stayed there for a few days and before following in the tracks, before following uh, on the trail of their fellow adventuring party. Um, finding themselves several days behind the rest of the group just about everywhere they went, they found themselves next in Tribor uh, uh, about a week after about a week after the, uh, f- the primary party was there, as it was being attacked by giants again. The fire giants that had fled from the original town had apparently gone and got reinforcements from the north and came back to, atta- came back to fight, where Flint and Milva helped the town fend them off, uh, which is where Flint acquired himself a quite fine greatsword that just happens to burst into flame whenever he hits anybody with it. Um, so, uh, the... In, in gratitude for assisting them, they received some they received some some more gold and, and things and continued on their way, following after the main party. Eventually, they <laughs> lost they lost track of the main party in Everland. Uh, those of you that have been watching the Adventures League uh, series would know that's because they then started teleporting around the world um, and decided to well screw it and turn around and go back the other way, seeing what they can find to do on their own. Eventually finding themselves in Mornbrin Shield, uh, where Flint and Milva have been making a bit of money uh, 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 killing trolls with the assistance of the town. 
most recently, after killing uh, after uh, uh, killing some trolls with the assistance of the flaming catapults situated on the on the uh, keep uh, uh, side of the bil- of the town, uh, they returned only to hear the sounds of what seemed to be uh, what had been drawing a commotion: the sounds of battle inside the inn. So, what are the two of you doing as you hear these sounds of battle? Uh, I'm uh, assuming I'm gonna follow Flint. Yeah. He's gonna just run towards us, probably. <laughs> Flint, Flint hears the sound of, of battle and fighting, and just says, "Okay, there seems to be a good team in that end." And he just legs it over to the door. All and right. Rolls our eyes and follows him. So, as you guys get to the door, you find a dead. You find a body collapsed in the doorway with a floating beer bottle above it. Um, and step inside to see, uh, step inside to see the remains of your companions in very different, in very different garb than they were the last time you saw them. But your companions that you that that you lost track of in Everland, um, uh, Fyron is currently laying on the ground, heaving heavily as he's on top of a corpse uh, that that that. Uh, apparently was made by the group. The entire room is singed uh, from repeated fireballs. Uh, there are uh, there are four floating beer... Or there are yeah, there are four floating beer bottles. Uh, uh, Farbolt and Miracle also are on the ground, are sort of sort of uh, clamoring to their feet, severely injured and bleeding. There is a giant it's bat hanging bat. from the roof to, from the rafters, and in the middle of it all is Kinvalar. Uh, Looking slightly singed, but otherwise fine compared to the rest of the group. Uh, Fyron kind of looks at the two of them as they enter. Oh, what took you two so long? You missed the party. <laughs> there was a lot of fighting trolls and giants and all sorts. We tried to find you, but I couldn't. But just one second. I've got to get through the important stuff. And Flint goes straight up to the nearest floating beer bottle and tries to drink from it. <laughs> <laughs> Make me an unarmed attack roll. Okay. <laughs> grab, unarmed attack grab, roll. grab the beer bottle. Yeah, so you have to bear with us because we, we don't normally use roll 20, so we're just going to be refreshing. You're a barbarian, make it an athletics check because that's that's basically what the roll's going to be. Okay. Just so yeah, click yeah. the word athletics. When it loads. <laughs> <clears throat> Sixteen. Uh, so the beer bottle deftly dances away from your hand as you try to grab it. Flint is not happy at that. <laughs> you imagine Flint like a cat just going over like and this at the beer bottle above his head? <laughs> casting cure wounds on what? The bat. On the bat? Okay. So. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. The bad you know, will allow the bottle. one hit point. Just kind um, of sitting on the floor, uh, hands on his knees, kind of waves his rapier towards the one guy. We need to tie that guy up. Yeah, there's one allows the bottle to float down. The, <laughs> the bottle floats down, and Flint, you can grab it. Yeah, Flint grabs it and then starts chugging. As soon as he's finished, throws it on the floor, smashing it, and goes over to the guy to tie him up. Yep. 
uh, say you can tie. He's the 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 guard, the injured guard, uh, which you 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 both recognize as the guards that have been. Oddly, the inn had been like sort of off limits to people, but that didn't really bother the two of you because you could sleep anywhere. Um, and in fact, Milva could get you into just about any building that Milva wanted to get into, so it wasn't all that big of a deal. But um, you you had noticed these guards sort of standing in like a row of six outside uh, the the in when you got here and as you've been working and killing trolls. Um, and so this one's particularly injured, but still alive and asleep. So you tie him up. Um, and Miracle, you heal uh, you, you heal your bat for five. And Fyron, I'm assuming you're healing somebody. Uh, so I heal myself for 17 and uh, Farbolt for eight. And I'll also spend a spell on myself. Um, all right. Uh, you want this guy you waking up? Sorry, say that again. I'm currently still spinning from fighting a dozen people. Do you want this man waking up? Uh, not until we've got him secured. Eventually, though, that yes. Okay, so he <laughs> will eventually need up. to be awoken up. So he's tied up. Yeah. Shall I? Shall I attempt to wake him up? Oh. I uh, Flynn straddles over the guy's chest, lifts up his kilt, and starts wafting. <laughs> <laughs> While he's doing this, Farvel's like going over to the bar, just looking what's left, grabbing a bottle of something. Yeah, there's you can find a bottle of something. Uh, <laughs> after a few moments, the the uh, underneath Flint. Oh, oh God, what is that? Oh, oh. <laughs> I spit it. It's better than smelling salt, isn't it? <laughs> uh, you have a you have a you have an awake and sickened. Uh, he's currently under the effect of the poison status. Um, uh, figure. Uh, we did offer you the, the opportunity to surrender, you know, as far as that's up. Just, he's just sort of unhappy right now, mostly because of being sickened by the way he was woken up. <laughs> he's got a very filthy flint on his chest. I mean, not only did we offer you the opportunity to surrender, we warned you what would happen if you didn't. So I personally cannot feel too terribly bad about your situation right now. Right. Um... Uh, so you have this guard. Mm-hmm. What I mean, we've been taunting him. Yeah, he's he's just sort of laying there, being miserable right now. So, well, if you feel like having your situation improve at all, I think we've got a lot of questions you could answer. How long did that fight last? Uh, you lasted like a minute. I still got about eight minutes left on my uh, emissary of peace. As I kind of step up, so friend, um, if you want this to go any kind of well for you tonight, honestly, we would really like to know what this entire we're doing in this town. Uh, give me a persuasion roll. Alright, and this goes plus five. 
12, because I can't roll for shit. <laughs> Could give him advantage by uh, leaning in and looking menacing at the guy. I uh, would have had to done that before the roll. Okay. Let me take a look at a thing real quick, because it yeah, is... Got... It is an opposed roll. If it's an insight roll, it's got disadvantage. Yeah. Uh, Alright. Uh... So yeah, he just also sort of. That is that is it is twelve because I have yeah plus yeah five. yeah he rolled an eleven so congratulations. Hey! Uh, looks up at you. I'm just here as a guard to get paid. All right. Uh, if you want to know what they were up to, and he sort of nods over to the desk that was spilled over. He's got the books. I will go over and start looking through the books. Miracle will perk up at the mention of books. Keep himself completely off the floor. So, so yeah, you I'm gonna go search the odd uh, the guy who was behind the death, the, the the leader. Are you are, are you searching him. just him, or are you searching all the bodies? I'm just searching. Well, I'm starting with just him. All right. Well, so he has both a book and a ring on him, as well as uh, a, as well as a pouch filled with gold. Um, I'll offer up the book to Kinvalar, and yeah, so this is the book. This is the book bearing the symbol of the Zentarum, uh, the black winged snake. Uh, and he also has uh, he also has an Electrum signet ring that also bears that symbol on one finger, um, and a pouch with eight gold in it. Since you're searching his body, and in the book, how much gold? Eight gold. Um. So in the book, basically, it it it, it describes that the Zentarum operatives were dispatched uh, f- uh, uh, were dispatched from Yarder, um, uh, to come up and offer protection. Uh, air quotes. Air, air quotes protection while also looking for uh, uh, basically they're they're they were looking for. Um, sorry, I'm trying to find the the exact thing. Um, the, the, they were looking to find uh, the lost to- the lost tomb of Mornbrin. Uh, that was that's located somewhere in or around the city. Uh, apparently, it has some form of treasure or something in it. Mornbrin, having been the adventurer that founded Mornbrin's Shield, <clears throat> and it didn't seem like the villagers were being very cooperative, and, and that they were getting very far. Um. Okay. That's the book that I went to go get, or the book that was... Same book. The book that you went to go get is the book that was on his person that Farball handed to you. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Interesting. He was looking... They were looking for some lost tomb... And they didn't seem too pleased that the villagers were not aiding. <coughs> Smartbrins. It's funny you should mention that. I mean, we're in Mornbrin Shield. Yes. Well, I, I'm not surprised the inhabitants didn't exactly want to help, considering where they live. Hmm. 
Yeah. Does it say what they were looking for there, or just they were looking for treasure? It? Yeah, it just says the tomb. Um, is there an upstairs to be? <clears throat> yes. Um, Miracle will. I'm not exactly in the state to, but we should probably check upstairs see if they had anything up there or anyone. Flint, Milva, would you like to check upstairs for us? You might so, find a fight. If there's anyone left, you might find another fight. Oh, I'm not going to get off the guy. And I head up the stairs behind Milva. Yeah. Quietly. <laughs> <laughs> and after, after, after they've gone up the stairs, I look, I look down at the guy. Was that all of you? Uh... Give me a persuasion check to see how generally minimal he is to you right now. Um, Flint, uh, Milva, you guys go upstairs. You don't find... There's nobody else upstairs. It seems like the upstairs has been pretty... The the upstairs seems to have been pretty much left alone. Um, I I hit hit perception instead of persuasion, but it's the same roll. That'd make it 27. Oh, you hit perception last time, too. (laughs) Oh, did I? Oh, fuck. It's actually two higher than... Yeah, it'd be 24, which would be... Plus five would be 29. Okay. It looks up... Oh, uh, that was all of us. Was. Well, you're still here. I suggest you find more gainfully employed work as a guard. He was sort of... <clears throat> he's just laying there waiting for you to kill him, basically. I'm sorry, we're letting him... We're not simply turning him into somebody to be jailed? I mean, he'll probably spend a little bit of time in jail, but... Honestly, he's quite the soldier, and he's probably of more use to the world as a functional guard than as a corpse. That I lo- seems... I, lo- I look down at him. You're just following orders, correct? He nods. How very reformative-minded of you. <laughs> I am a paladin of the god who takes on others' suffering. <laughs> Forgiveness is in the modus operandi. That is that is all well and good. I said I am a bounty hunter. Turn him over to the the local. And he came to this. I was gonna say. I feel like the local mayor could solve your dispute quite easily. He came to this town willingly. I'm gonna go outside and go looking for a local. Continue your thought, Kinvalar. He came to this town willingly, following orders or not, with the intent to protect people, a.k.a. criminal activity, and then tried to murder us. I don't think... He did a damn good job of it, I'll say. (laughs) Oh, well, then certainly we should let him go. He did a damn good job of murdering us. (laughs) <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's a, wa- it's a waste of a human life to just kill him 
<laughs> He'll probably spend an amount of time in jail, yes, but probably not a death sentence. I didn't and... say it was a death sentence, but you were saying, well, go be a guard. No, that's not what I said. I said he'll spend an amount of time in jail, but he can probably find some use either as labor to work off his sentence or after his release as a properly employed guard rather than a criminal one. I think you're being optimistic about that situation, but fair enough. I mean, he's a be- he's a better sword arm and better trained than most guards I've run across. Yes, and I'm sure that will cost some innocent person their life. Is there was there anything else upstairs? No, there wasn't. Meanwhile, miracle, you went outside. Yeah, I went. I'm looking for someone who's here. Uh, there are people. Like, are you looking for a civilian? Are you looking for someone that looks like they might be in charge? What are you looking for? So, clearly pretty beat up and with a giant bat in tow. Mm-hmm. Miracle will just go up to probably the nearest civilian after coming out of the inn. All right. Hey, um... We took care of some mercenaries. Do you know who, like, the mayor is some, or equivalent rank is? Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they will indicate towards the keep that has the flaming catapults. Cool. Walk towards the keep that has the flaming catapult. You walk towards the keep that has the flaming catapults. Uh, inside you find, uh, mostly civilians. You don't actually see any armed guards. Um. Not surprised. Uh. Uh, yeah, can we help you? Uh, my party and I took care of some, I guess mercenaries would be the best term at the inn, and we have one detained. Oh, right, those guys. Uh, what, what happened? Uh, we beat them up. I mean... With beer bottles. That seems excessive. After they tried to kill us. We gave them several opportunities to surrender if you care about things. Why do they try to kill you? They've been mostly just grumpy and irritating, but not really all that harmful. Um... And Miracle will actually. So a while back, we ran into a, some, a group of people allied with the same organization who was sort of extorting and threatening a, a town. I don't know. I actually wasn't awake at the time. And so we had to kill them to defend the town, which had just been thrown, had lots of giant boulders thrown at it. Um, and something about a horse that one of our party members is now very attached to. And so ultimately we ended up, I don't know. I think, I think someone recognized someone. I I honestly didn't really care. And then they said, let's kill you. And we said, that's not very nice of you. And 
They said, let's kill you. And we said, if you do this, you will die. And they said, we don't care and continued stabbing. If you try to kill us, we'll kill you. I even get a persuasion roll. Yeah, get a persuasion roll. That's about what that speech was, yeah. Well, they're, they're, <laughs> their modifier is higher than that, so uh, <laughs> look at you. They can roll a natural one. It's an opposed roll. Natural ones don't matter. Yeah. Um, I think perhaps you should take me down to see what's happened. That was the plan. And turn around. And he follows... Uh, eventually, uh, those of you that are inside puzzling what to do over uh, this thing, and, and Flynn in the middle of you guys come back down. Yeah, there's nothing upstairs. Um, uh, Miracle will down a handful of good berries on the route back. Right. Miracle enters back. As soon as we come back down, uh, Milvara will start checking pockets. Alright. Uh, you find each of the downed mercenaries uh, has... Uh, has uh, sixteen gold in their in a pouch on their belts. They're richer than the officer. <laughs> I mean, you don't know what the officer was spending his gold on. Maybe they've been saving that up after weeks of after weeks of mercenarying. Uh, eventually, as you're gathering up, and there are um, there are twelve uh, uh, people, so sixteen times twelve—that's how much gold they have on them. Eventually, uh, Miracle comes back, walks back in with, uh, with a figure that looks to be, uh, of some manner of importance. Um, they, it's a fairly tall human with, uh, black hair sort of sprawled down their back. Um, fairly well muscled and broad in the shoulder with, uh, with a nice bearded face and sort of steps in. Uh, does it look, look, looks like somebody who's used to swinging a weapon more than, more than riding a pin, but doesn't actively look armed and armored. Um. Leaves. Tyrant Kimmler found the, the person in charge. I explained what happened, but I don't think I was. Uh, yeah, let me. And he um... just sort of stands in the doorway with his arms crossed. So just got a motion at fire, and I was like, "Oh, if what I have, <laughs> if what I've been told is correct, a roving band of marauders came in here and murdered about thirteen mercenaries that were actively helping to defend the town from trolls and other things, regardless of their, regardless of their intentions or their roughhousing with my citizens." Uh, a little backwards there. Let me fully explain. The so situation. you're telling me you're telling me you know more about the town that I've been in for the past several years than you uh, you, you know more about this town that I've been in for the past several years, having only arrived here. No, today. but I do know more about the fight that just broke out that you weren't here for. Then please enlighten me. So we arrive in this town weary from the road and looking for a place to rest and we enter this town and find the Zentarum in your inn I say pointing to the Zentarum logo on one of these individuals yeah uh, having had previous run-ins with the Zentarum who have ransacked the town of Nightstone after it was attacked by giants, we were naturally on edge, but were mostly seeking to find a place to rest. 
these mm-hmm. Antarim were not willing to let us have rest in this inn. Their specific threat was we can either find rest elsewhere or find rest in the graveyard. We told them that if they went to blows, they would die. They seemed to not believe us and pressed the point, drawing a swords, and we were forced to defend ourselves. I've left one alive. If you'd like him to corroborate the story, I've told you nothing but the truth. Also, I want to point out they did not actually offer us the opportunity to find rest elsewhere in the town. Uh... Do I still have emissary of peace? I don't know how long I took the guy to get It's here. been a few minutes, so no. Twenty. So, you're telling me that, for some reason, the rough but otherwise fairly helpful mercenaries that have been helping us out for the past few weeks just threatened your life out of nowhere for no reason. They are Zentarum. Murder is sort of in their modus operandi. I am... Give me a deception roll for that, because you did actually goad them. I mean... You mean, you still have a good deception roll either way. I have it. No, I don't, I'm not proficient at it, but... 14. Okay. Uh, did anyone else have anything else they wanted to add into that? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I no. The GM is changing the story. I'm so not changing the story. No, no. Three of we you were have, goading them. That is legit. <laughs> we went there. We went to that inn, not just to to um. It wasn't a random place that we went to 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 find lodging. We went uh, there because we knew the gents were there. It was the only inn. Yes, we did. Show. Um, Hold on, let me see if Kinvalar is smart enough to stay quiet. <laughs> when dealing with authorities, yes, like he is. Howard didn't deal with it. Because That's... his point would not, uh, what he wants to say would not help the situation any at all. Um, the The man sort of leans over and whistles sharply, and a few more civilians come in. You notice these guys are, are armed, but they they still look like civilians. All right, clean up this mess, grab him, we'll go talk to him. Uh, and they, they sort of begin dragging bodies out into the street. And I, you. I, 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 I indicate to the Zentarum guard, and he's actually, while they did try and kill us, he is quite proficient, and I think it'd be a waste of a life to just put him in jail for trying to kill us. Right. Uh, I, he might serve a little bit of time, but I think he's more useful, especially you mentioned that they were protecting the town. He sort of I holds a hand up to stop you talking. Uh. <laughs> right. I appreciate the intent that you all had. Please go about your business and leave. We don't need adventurers running around killing people because they happen to be on the wrong side of an argument. I mean, they did draw swords on us first. We draw swords on a lot of things here. And as they they sort of clear out the bodies and uh, this individual just sort of uh, heads out, leaving the tending to the bodies to the people that are dragging them out. I mean, I kind of looked at the rest of the group. I mean, you can't draw swords and expect to be upset when you lose. Let's find a new town. Well, it's the middle of the night, isn't it? It's fairly late, yeah. Kinvalar's statement did not change. 
I mean, I understand the troll Norse kind of create a certain amount of personality, but I still find it strange that one expects one not to fight back when swords are drawn on. Eh, I mean, it's not unreasonable to expect that of you. You you are weird about humanoids. You want to see if he's actually on the take? You want to what? Oh, he probably is. I don't care. See if he's on the take. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I want to do that, too. That's fair, actually, now I think about it. Insight check, was he's already very... Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Insight checks. He's already a little... not pleased with the idea of... Oh, he was just... The the armed extortionists were just roughhousing with our citizens. Which is the most loaded statement I've heard in a while. Um, Not terribly good on my part. And eight. Right? Uh, Another eight. So, Firen, uh, is anybody else doing an insight check? I have two eights and a twenty-two. Alright. Insight, an eighteen. Which one was that from? Was that from Milva or or Flint? Milva. Milva? Alright, so, uh, Milva and, so, uh, uh, Kinvalar and Farbolt, this guy is sort of, um, he's, he has the, the, the stance and personality and, and sort of carrying himself of a frontiersman, um, which are sort of already a sort of a rough and tumble type of person that don't, they, they don't react the same to situations that city folk do. Like, as much as this is a city, this is a frontier town, uh, uh, for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to read them, because they're used to dealing with shit day in and day out. Firen right. um, and Milva, from what you, from the sense of what you get, it seems like, from this guy's perspective, whether or not that's true, uh, uh, and also, just sort of, as since you get it from the, the people that are helping him drag the bodies out as well... The Zentarum were more use than detriment while they were here. It doesn't seem like like, and you sort of look around and sort of like it doesn't. Aside from what you guys have done, it doesn't seem like the inn had been damaged all that much. Um, it didn't seem like there was a lot of when you came in. None of these guys were bloodied like they've been beating the crap out of people on a daily basis. None of the civilians look like they've been murdered in the streets. Um, it was just quiet. Uh. And, like, from, from the way he was talking, it seems to you that, from his perspective, they were less trouble than that. Tr- they were less trouble than, they, they were more useful than trouble, whatever their reasons for being here were. Right. I mean, that's only a matter of time until they find the tomb of Mornbrin, but. Oh, right, we didn't mention that. I'm before. sure the people. Yeah. I'm sure there are. would have out. thoughts yeah. about that that he, is, that he is keeping to himself. So that's what you are able to figure out. It doesn't seem like he's part of the Zentarum. It just seems like they were a useful tool while they were here. Okay. Uh, which is a pragmatic outlook, but only lasts so long as the Zentarum aren't actively trying to steal from the town. Pragmatic, but objectionable. Should we go find somewhere to rest up? You guys look like shite. I'm yes, fine. I appreciate yeah. that, actually. Fine-ish. Well, you, fine have an, you have an empty inn currently. <laughs> only slightly blood-stained. Blood 
Oh, the right. well, signs are on the first floor. <laughs> we all go upstairs and rest? Uh, certainly. I could use a night. Absolutely. Uh, are we taking a long rest or a short rest? Long rest, please. Long rest. Mm-hmm. You can tell these they, they look like they've been on the road for a while. And you guys have been okay. working all day, too, so you're kind of tired, too. Um, so, yeah, the group of you go upstairs, find rooms. I'll secure the front door first. You close the door, bar it. And you all get yourselves a long rest. Excellent. So recover all your health, recover all your spells, recover all things you recover on a long rest. Wake up in the morning. Uh, when we when we head out of the inn, I leave fifty gold on the on the bar counter for repairs to the for repairs to the building. All right, remove fifty gold from your sheet. Yep. And you guys head out. And again, the town is still pretty quiet as you leave out. Um, doesn't seem like even with the sort of the scuffle that you guys had, it doesn't seem like much affects this town. Um. They they are I mean they live on the edge of the moors and are constantly under threat of troll attacks so uh, they seem to be pretty unfazed by most that goes on. It's a it's a city that I've seen before in several settings. Yeah. So what what are we looking for in this town? Um, in this town we were just kind of stopping by actually. Um, we've been dealing with the giant unrest and been trying to solve that, but one of the things that we're looking for are giant artifacts that have been hidden in, uh, Uthgar Barbarian's, uh, burial mounds. Hey, Flint, you want to go find, hey, Flint, you want to go find a rock named after you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I believe our next destination was Flint Rock. Hey, so so, what did you find out on the way while we we weren't with you? So, um, I'll be honest. A lot of stuff has happened. Um, yes. You know, you know, Force Gray, the uh, the Adventuring Guild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of their members is a giant, a frost giant by the name of Harshnag. Um, Harshnag found us looking for assistance. Uh, and took us with him to a uh, the hall of a giant oracle, basically a sort of mystic divine source of knowledge. Uh, trying to find out what's been going on with the shattering of the ordning, uh, and we've been given a task by the oracle to find some of these giant relics that are hidden in the uh, in the Uthgard barbarians' mounds to get proper answers on what we can do to solve this problem. Right. So we're currently going through the mound, seeing which ones we can get, hopefully peacefully if possible, but if not, I, we'd improvise, I guess. Okay. Cool. All right. So you guys head out, heading south along the Serpent River, uh, following the path, heading towards Flint Rock, which is basically, you can actually see it as you exit, as you exit, um, not it, but you can see the, the hills that it sits in. Um just about half a day's journey uh, across the moors. Now, the question is, do you want to cross the moors to get to it, or do you want to go around? Whichever way you guys want to go. So, I know we covered this last time, but 
if it's my favorite terrain, I can make it not that much longer. But I don't know if it's actually grassland or forest. Well, so going around the going around the moors, even with your favorite terrain bonuses, it's going to take about three days, about two and a half, three days. Uh, going straight across the moors, it's going to take a little over a day. But we have to go through the moors. Is this yeah, you, time sensitive? Yeah, you have to cross the moors. About half of it. Is, yeah, is is the mission time sensitive? Uh, not as such that we have a specific deadline, but faster is better. Okay. I mean, Our deadline we... is we would really rather the giants not um, Rampage. everything. That one. As the longer we cool. take, the, well, more, the more the giants cause problems. Flint would be all for most direct route. Alright. Let's head straight through the marsh then. Hopefully we won't run across too many trolls. Oh, we've got serious lag. All right, uh, so I just need one D100 roll. Okay, I am I. I got it. Sorry, got it? there was a bit. There was a bit of lag then. What was that? Uh, eight. An eight. I was asking for a D100 roll. Um, let's see. An eight. Okay. Um, is, is it trolls? In the troll moors. Give me perception rolls, everybody, as you cross the troll moors. Okay. Natural 20. 26. Non-natural 20. Okay, now I'm worried because we all rolled these, most of us rolled decently well. Um, That's because, again, we haven't gotten to combat yet. <laughs> is it uh, on site perception? Yeah, visual. So I've got advantage because of my robe. And then now roll for me. <laughs> there, there, there's Flint just singing a song. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Uh, so Flint is wandering around just whistling, blissfully ignorant of anything. Uh, the marsh is a bit soggy. It's, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit mucky, but it's, uh, you're, you're fine. It's, it's, you're, you're comfortable here. Uh, everyone else, you're obviously on edge and keeping an eye out because you never know what's going to happen. So you do see where Flint misses when, uh, as you're passing, as you're passing, uh, uh, through, uh, uh, over a particularly rocky outcropping in the moors, uh, when ten barbarians uh, just sort of erupt from the from underneath the fog of the moor, having been laid in ambush, you actually see them as they begin to move, so they don't get the, quite get the jump on you. Uh, and we roll initiative. Oh, great! Excellent. Uh, I, I was. I was cool. I was really hoping to negotiate with the barbarians of the of the mound, but okay, here we go. Oh, you're not at the mound yet. You're still in the moors. That's fair, but we're near the mound, so I can assume these guys are from Flint Rock. Well, I mean, unless they don't look like Uthgart. Uh, they look like Uthgart. 
Right. Yeah, you're on the same page as me with the I was hoping to negotiate thing. I mean, like, Uthgart barbarians kind of have a distinct look. They do, but you don't know, you can't tell what tribe they are. Yeah. Um. Hang on, I need a thing. So which one's which then? So. <laughs> also, I need. On on our initiative, the eighteen is Milva and the other is Flint. I need some things real quick as I grab information and characters. Nope, that's not right. I have to go. Ah, oh, I have to go all the way back to Nightstone to grab your tokens. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun with that. That'll be some quick travel. <laughs> da, 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 da. And back. Teleportation. Ta da! I'm Yay! just that good. So go ahead and arrange your. Uh, so go ahead and, and and arrange yourselves however you want. Um, sort of within that area. <laughs> we are surrounded. They are surrounded, but not only Flint is surprised. Damn, I'm surprised. Flint is always surprised. Every day is a surprise with Flint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> put me next to you. I am so yeah, arrange yourselves however you want in that no. area, uh, along with your bat as well, Aaron. So I will put me there. And we yeah, probably be in the back. Assuming we're traveling southeast. Alright, I need initiatives from Farbolt and uh, Fire just got his and Miracle as well. Uh, I rolled before the token came up. Flint has nine and Milva's eighteen. Did yours didn't roll? Yeah, it did. They rolled twice. The the Flint's Flint's initiative was right. No, 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 no. Flint's did. I'm I'm trying to find miracles. Uh, Milva's is right after Farbolt's. I'm trying uh, to find uh, miracles. Oh, miracles. Okay. <laughs> um, directly above. Wait, no, that's, that's a perception, perception roll. That was the perception roll you you rolled previously. Where's my stupid initiative then? There you go. Right. Yeah, visiting. All right. So none of you are. Uh, Flint is the only one surprised. So Flint's the only one who's missing this first initiative round. Everyone else, you are aware and able uh, to react. Well, Milva's initiative is on eighteen. And mine on nine. Oh, okay. Okay. 
I see. I see three. Oh no, that's Farbolt. That's why. Okay. Uh, yours is a nine. Ah, uh, yes, Farbolt is not on the sheet. Yeah, that's that's what that's yeah, where I tracker. that's where I missed. All right, Farbolt is eight. All right, now let's. Descending. All right, Milva, you get to go first. As you see these uh, these uh, humanoids dressed in skins, uh, wielding spears, uh, sort of leap out from the fog beneath uh, beneath the moors and onto sort of the land area. So I'm assuming they uh, look threatening. <laughs> Very much so. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am going to use a bonus action to hide behind somebody. Alright, give me a hide check. Behind... Yeah, because I'm a halfling. Yep. So... Try that. Wait. Fortunately, I can't do that. So that's 31. Uh, oh, I don't know why it's on advantage, but the first roll was 31. Yep, so a 31 to hide behind, uh, we'll say, Firen, the big shiny one. Sure. All right. And then I will shoot. Uh, who's... Is that the leader? Is there a leader? Uh, there is one that looks dressed marginally different. Um, okay. I will aim and shoot my crossbow at the at that one. All right. So roll me an attack with advantage because you are stealth. Hi. <clears throat> uh, twenty-seven hits. Roll damage. Twenty-seven. So just click the uh, light crossbow plus one name on the roll, and it'll roll damage for you. Thirty. Yeah, in in the chat. No, in the chat where it rolled. Oh, sorry. There it is. No. <laughs> there, yeah. there you go. Uh, hit it on the first one because your your first one wasn't actually a crit. Actually, I'll just take that twelve. Let's say you hit twelve. All right. Roll it plus my sneak, right? Yep. Go ahead and roll your sneak attack. Nineteen. All right. So yeah, Milva just sort of slides behind Firen hiding in his shadow and then whips around with a with a light crossbow and fires off and this crossbow bolt just flies out and gets this uh uh figure that's wearing slightly different assortment of hides in the shoulder with a crossbow bolt and just spins them around a bit but they they still sta- they're still standing um and it is now their turn uh do you want to move anywhere or you just want to stay where you're at um, I'll stay where I am at the moment. Okay. So the warriors wielding spears close in, and I think they're all, yeah, they all waited until you were within range to ambush, so. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 15. And as they come in, you just hear them roaring out uh, this sort of battle cry. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do. 
Doot doot doot. Doot doot doot. Then 15, 20, 25. 5, 10. 20. Uh, uh, is the bat flying above? The or is bat it would not be low enough for a okay. sword to hit. Alright, that's fine. Alright. So, we have... Uh, two attacks coming in on Firen, two attacks coming in on Miracle, two attacks coming in on Kinvalar, two attacks coming in on Flint, and two attacks coming in on Farbolt. We're going to start with Firen. A critical hit hits Firen. Of course there was. Yes, it does. And go ahead and roll damage for me. You take ten points of piercing damage. Uh, and then it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Alright. Ten. They take ten radiant damage. <laughs> Alright. As I rebuke the violent. Boom. Still standing. Um, another one comes in at you, Farron. Uh, does a twelve hit you? No. <laughs> Alright, that one misses. And Kinvalar, going around counterclockwise. Yep. Does a 21 hit you? Uh, hold on just a second. Uh, my... Uh, uh, yeah, no matter, since I haven't had time for Blades on, yes. Wait, yeah. Okay. Even if I were to shield, it would, that would only get me up to 20. Okay, so you take 7 piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and does and a sixteen does a sixteen hit you? Uh, okay, now I do shield, and right. it does not. <laughs> so sixteen misses. Flint, out of nowhere, these things with spears are hitting you, are trying to. Uh, well, with a critical hit, they do hit you. Um, <laughs> my God, man! You take. <laughs> I just click buttons. They roll. <laughs> um, you take four. You you take seven damage from the crit. They don't do a lot of damage. Um, right. and a, a 12 misses you, I'm pretty certain, because I worked on your character yeah. a minute ago. Uh, Farbolt, uh, a 12, I think, misses you. That misses. A crit hits you, though, for 10, hey. for, um, for 10 piercing damage. I'm going to use uncanny dodge All right. to reduce that to 5. All right. Miracle, an 8 misses you. And a crit hits you for four. What are you doing? For four damage. <laughs> I want to clarify that these rolls are not largely being made with advantage unless they're getting it from some uh, source other they, than. They them. are all being made with advantage because they have pack tactics. Yep. Okay. Yeah, those guards get pack tactics pretty regularly. Yep. If. Yeah, if they're getting advantage, that makes a little more sense. That's why there are two on each of you. Um, and that makes it Kinvalar's turn. All How right. much did that hit for? You never actually uh, Four damage. Four. four. So, Blade Song is active. Um, let me see here. There is currently... I'm tempted. Ah, uh, are there are there perchance a large 
Sticks. Rocks. <laughs> Do you want to create a bunch of little minor tokens? <laughs> um, so you're in a bog. Most things that would be like liftable like that are under the wa- are under the fog and water. And and I would not have to in- find them. Yeah, you'd okay. have to actually go out and find them. The the rock okay. that you're on is pretty clear. That is there. Um, in that case, I will. Uh, there's. I don't have any great lines of sight at the moment. I had to spend my action, my bonus action to, to, to go into Blade Song. So, I am going to cast haste on myself. Oh, nice. Alright. You cast haste on yourself. Your, a, your AC is increased by two. Uh, Which means it is now a without shield. At 21. All right. Uh, you also have double your movement speed, and you can uh, you have you have an extra action you can use to attack, use an item, or move, dash. or dash. Yeah. Correct. Um, and I am not moving at the moment, because that would be a whole hell of a lot of opportunity attacks. I assume you're going to attack, though. Uh, it takes your action to cast. Haste. You have an extra think, action you can use to make. You a weapon can still use now. that during yes. this round. Okay, you get that as soon as haste is cast. Okay, then yes, I will. On uh, let's say, let's say this guy in between fire and and I, he looks like a good person to attack. Uh, where in my big ass list of things is oh, attacks is scimitar. Um, <laughs> go all the way back. Oh, Moon Touch Scimitar. <coughs> that tw- would be a 20? A 20 hits. For five slashing damage. Which one were you hitting? Uh, this happy-go-lucky fellow right here. He dies. That was the guy that got rebuked. <laughs> <laughs> I chose well. You just spin around and and uh, Barbarian falls. Right. And that is my turn. Alright, firing. Okay. Um, sweet. So, center on Milva. Please, everyone, if we could just stop this doesn't really... I'm really tired of just killing people because they show up and don't choose to talk first, and I cast Calm Emotions. Alright, what is... Did uh, it for strong emotions in a group of each under 20 foot radius sphere? Did you choose? Scares from saving throw? Choose a fill? Uh, so, uh, everyone in the party needs to make a charisma saving throw as well. Yeah, if, if my party fails for them, I choose to suppress Charmed or Frightened. For enemies, I choose to suppress Hostility. Alright. Because I choose for each creature. What you were in? Uh, wisdom save, you said? Charisma. charisma. Charisma save. Oh, charisma, yeah. Charisma. Two! That was for Milva. And then doing flints now. 
<laughs> What's your DC? Uh, 15. Uh, 18 and 19. Oh. The, the, the mob gets a collective save because they're pretty pathetic otherwise. Because, uh, <laughs> because, uh, also because you don't want to click that note, that thing as many times as you would have to. Nine times? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, those of my teammates who, uh, failed get to suppress any, any effect causing them to be charmed or frightened. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you, you, you read out these words and you look out and you just like looking in the eyes of these people, you can tell they are on some rage right now. They're not, they're not looking to calm down or talk. (sighs) Very similar to the barbarians that you fought at the temple, at the, the, uh, at the Oracle, uh, the eye of the all father. I, I look at, I look at miracle. Uh, you intending to mostly just be support for this. I was going to also ask them to stop, but yeah. Alright, then I cast Sanctuary on Miracle. Okay. Alright. <clears throat> that makes it the Shaman's turn. Uh, the Shaman calls out, beseeching beseeching their god in, their, in, in the language of Bothy, um, and casts... I counterspell it. You have counterspell. I do have counterspell as a, as a redemption paladin. Yay! What level? Uh, I, I only have third level spells. Third level. Let me see what spell they can actually do. I mean, that uh, saves me a counterspell, so thank you. <laughs> what I'm the level? Support, I'm I'm the support caster in this fight. I know. Yeah. So they 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 call out to their god, attempting uh, to cast a spell, and you fizzle it. <laughs> They look very confused. Uh, Alright, Miracle, your turn. I really like playing a Redemption Paladin because it's like playing a cleric who doesn't want to fight, but you have a little bit weirder powers. Miracle. Um, So, I am not attacking because Sanctuary. Okay. but I am conjuring animals, which has a range of 60 feet, to put, I think it's two dire wolves. Um, yeah. Let me check. Yeah, it is. Two dire wolves. Yeah, two dire wolves um, next to this lady. Whoop-lamp. Whoop-lamp. <laughs> <laughs> nom, nom, nom. All right, I'm assuming they're attacking. Are they? I mean, I was thinking I could hold their attack, but I actually can't. I was rereading something. Uh, So, Miracle will go, Ah, this is. We could just not do this. Um, That would be nice. All right. I, hi, my name is Miracle. I'm sorry we got off on the wrong foot. Do they attack? Yeah, they attack. Okay. Which does not affect Sanctuary, because they're not me. Yep. Yep. Uh, one misses. One hits and kills her, because she only had one hit point left. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then 
Oh, they can't move the turn I summoned them, so they're, they'll move later. <laughs> Technically, they have their own initiative slot, but do you really feel like they're going to it? go on yours? <laughs> nope. And then, as my bonus action, my bat can attack. All right. Um, so, bat who is still above them already is going to move over to here mm-hmm. and Beast then Master. get in range and attack. Beastmasters and summoners interact really interestingly with sanctuary. Yep. Because they're not the ones attacking. I am being a... Oh, wait. A, advantage. A, because a 12 hits regardless, but let's see if it crits. Four, nope. Yep, 14 hits. Seven piercing. Seven piercing. Minimum. The, uh, the bat swings down and just chomps on this thing. Alright. Uh, Flint, you're still surprised. Farbolt, your turn. Don't worry, Flint. There will still be plenty around by the time it gets back to you. I'm gonna make a cup of tea while I'm just surprised. <laughs> I will be. It will be very sad if it, it will be very sad if they all die before Flint gets to tr- play with his new sword. <laughs> Alright, so Farbolt shifts away. Uh, Jeff, I think you're muted. I can't hear anything if you're saying anything. Okay, how about now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you now. You shift Much away. Better. Which okay, I'm gonna, attacks up to uh, Disengage from these two guys and then step back. Alright. <laughs> and then I will make attack against this guy right above Miracle. Alright. Uh, Jeremy, uh, that's just being a dick. <laughs> I'm not doing it. That is. I mean, he would, but I'm not going to because I know that would be a dick move. Also, do you really want to waste the spell slot on the random encounter, not very strong enemies? I mean, I really hope a 14 hits. Oh, okay. which one are you aiming at? Uh, the one right above Miracle. I was distracted by Jeremy drawing lines of being a dick. <laughs> so that should also give me that should also give me sneak attack. It does, and he's, he's he's dead. <laughs> they have eleven hit points. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lightning bolt seems like that's going to be a waste. A little bit of overkill. You rolled. You rolled one of the easiest encounters you could have rolled. <laughs> Um. All right. Uh, so offhand attack. Um, I used a bonus action to disengage. Oh yeah, you did. You did. That's right. So that makes it uh, Milva's turn again. Excellent. So where am I? Um, in the middle. You're, you're sort of in the middle of this clusterfuck. I will attempt to hide yet again. All right. Give me a uh, stealth check. With no, no advantage, just regular. No advantage. <coughs> Twenty-eight. Milva ghosts out again, and she will shoot. <laughs> oh no! Do I want to shoot the guy in front of Flint or so? There's a the pair of guys I, I stepped away from. In front of me, if you want to go for that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for that one then. Alright, roll, sure. the, roll the attack. Crossbow. One. Now, Miracle, you feel the vibration of a crossbow being fired from between your legs. 
<laughs> as Milva fires and hits, roll damage, and kills the one that your bat bit. Oh, sneak attack! <laughs> you can you can sneak attack to see how much you kill him. You did eight damage to a dude that had four hit points left. Hey, twenty six. Did twenty six damage to a dude that had four hit points left? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes it their turn. They continue to rage and fight, shifting up, shifting up. As you do. Uh, so Firen's getting one attack on him. Uh. Flint and Farbolt are both getting two attacks on them, and Kevlar's getting two attacks on him. Okay. Uh, one. So starting with Kevlar, a 20 and a 14 both miss, I believe. Yes. As you definitely, with your blade, fling, fling, just knock the spears aside. Uh, Flint, an 18, an 18 hits Flint, a 14 misses. Flint takes three points of piercing damage, which I'm sure he cares about. Um... <laughs> Not to do. How, how many? Sorry? Three. Okay. Uh, Farbolt, a 21 and a 20. Yeah, those will both hit. So that's six and four for, again, a total of ten. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to uncanny dodge the six. So that's three but and four for four. a total of seven. <laughs> Uh, and Firen, uh, ten misses. Yes, it does. You're just pink. Uh, poking Ken- that metal can with a stick. Kinvalar. All right. I will not be a dick. <laughs> They're in perfect lightning bolt formation. That's the problem. Mary <laughs> Lacey would do it. That do it. said. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? No. If I murder the lot of them, it's fine because Flint is then free to come down and murder these ones down here. Yes. So, by bonus action, I am misty stepping uh, my elfy ass right here. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I was really worried you were going to hit my back. No, no. I can't. Do you remember how hard I fought to keep that bat alive last fight? Yes. <laughs> I'm not sacrificing the poor little guy this time. <laughs> little. little. Um, <laughs> and let's... I don't think even if they save, they can survive this lightning bolt. Let's well, see. Depends. Um, depends on how, what level of lightning bolt. They can't survive this lightning bolt. Level three. 38 damage because for once I rolled like a champ. Uh, yeah, regardless of what they roll, they all. So, Flint, you got stabbed. You've been stabbed like twice. And you're like, you feel that rage bubbling up and you get that sword out and you're ready to go to town. And then all four of these guys that are in front of you just get obliterated in a lightning bolt. <laughs> oh, shit! Flint <laughs> instantly. Spins round, just looking for something to hit. <laughs> and for my other action, because of haste, I am going to throw my... What, hey, I think I've got a dagger. I'm sure I've got a dagger. How do I... I do have a dagger. I am throwing my dagger at this one. Okay, roll an attack. Because Kidvlar is determined to prove that he is a mage tank. 
I mean, right now you're proving you're being a mage tank. You're being a mage assassin. Yeah, right now you're being a mage DPS. Twenty three hits. Seven piercing. Six of one, half dozen of the other. All right, Uh, that makes it Firen's turn. Uh, So Firen just kind of like his face just kind of falls a little bit as he realizes that peace is not actually an option right now. And he was, kind of, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Peace was never an option. <laughs> <laughs> so Firen just kind of like brings his one his one free hand down to the hilt of his sword that he still hasn't drawn yet. He just kind of looks at the barbarian. I'm so sorry. And then just eidos straight across. Natural 15. one, please. Natural one. That would, it would have been hilarious. But fifteen. About fifteen hits. Roll damage. And dead. <clears throat> um, miracle. <laughs> okay. Um, I have two wolves and a bat. You're gonna steal Flint's last two kills. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ever check out at this point? This is exactly what happened the first time we played. Can you hang on? Really, what, what was what was the question? Aaron? I couldn't hear. What was the question, Aaron? You know what? They're supposed to have their own turn, so I'm gonna say they probably can do this. They're going to go over to these two, and um. Uh, oh no, that's not how pack tactics work. Um, can a giant wolf take the aid action to threaten the thing so much that the other person gets advantage? Yes. Okay, then aid action for hitting each of those um, by a wolf. All right, nice. So these two wolves come over and start harrying. Yeah. I'm not frust- being a dick. I'm just helping it. Sort Don't of. Just frustrate Flint too much. <laughs> All right. Is that your turn? Uh, that's their turn. I guess I'll. Okay. Yeah. Holding my attack to attack any of these that survive this round. Okay. Flint. You turn around, you see these two big fuck-off direwolves harrying these two other barbarians, and they're, like, right in line of sight for you. Yeah, I dive right into the fray, so yeah, there. The the wolves Uh, are basically hurting the the barbarians (laughs) towards you. Yeah. So you have Uh, advantage on your attack rolls. And uh, I look at the barbarian in front of me, uh, and Flint just says, uh, You never stood a chance, you wee scunner! And uh, attacks with his uh, flame, flame tongue. Yep. Uh, 23 hits, roll damage. <sighs> so, with, so Flint just runs over crying out this battle cry and just slices through the first uh, the first one cleaving him into fire erupting off this great sword that he's wielding 
Uh, I instantly swing round the other way and attack the next one. All right. Give me another attack roll. 21 hits. And kills that one, too. Not even raging. Just Not even raging. And two <laughs> barbarian corpses fall into the foggy moors around you, and initiative is over. <laughs> At last, I actually got to can kill something! <laughs> Every time I meet up with you guys, I never get to kill out! And look, it's cooked already. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first three games that I played with you guys when barely killed anything y'all got to explore yep. <laughs> we <laughs> that is very true uh, you gotta go that. quick otherwise Kinvalar will murder everything right? <laughs> <laughs> you have to move quick the DPS who insists to be to uh, queue as a tank yeah bas- <laughs> I would argue that it that if you if you kill them quick enough, you are the tank because you prevented <laughs> yeah. everybody else from taking damage. <laughs> yeah. That's a very DPS mindset. Anyways, Nova, yes, what are you is. doing? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say you were doing, Nova? Uh, I would like to search the shaman woman. All right. Uh, they don't seem to have much on them other than hides. Um, and... Uh, each of the warriors had a single spear, and the shaman had a spear and a short bow. Okay. I'll leave I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to take one of the spears, mostly just to use like as a walking stick. Sure. You have a and spear. To, to poke at the ground. It is a standard spear. Uh, Flint would like to uh, go up to one of the barbarian corpses, and he just says, you know, an embarrassment of barbarians everywhere. And he rips off its loincloth and puts the loincloth in the corpse's mouth. It's just oh. a complete sign of <laughs> And he'll go around and he'll do that to every single one of them. All right, well, while Flint is desecrating corpses, what are the rest of you doing? <laughs> uh, shall we carry on? Um... I think we're good here. Um, once Flint's yep. done doing whatever sort of start. he's doing. Actually, they're large-sized creatures. I'll hop up on a dire wolf. <laughs> all right. You all continue on. Yep. Uh, yeah. No, you, you rolled nine challenge rating one-eighth barbarians. <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. And one challenge rating two shaman. <laughs> Uh, you all you finish your mishandling of the bodies and continue on towards uh, Flint Rock, uh, making your way there pretty quickly. Uh, again, the the moor was the quickest path to it, um, <clears throat> and you find yourselves at Flint Rock. Uh, the spirit mound of the Elk Tribe, which some of you know, um, those of you that have a little bit more knowledge of the surrounding area, those of you that are native to the north. Um, it is situated in the midst of the Evermores atop a gnarly knob of flinty stone that's perpetually shrouded in fog. Uh, as you approach, you see that uh, it is, again, similar to similar to the previous, uh, to the Shining White that you guys were at. It is sort of a ring, it is sort of an external ring of cairns and burial mounds with an internal ring of menhirs, which are statues, uh, and an altar in the very center. Um, 
Uh, its rings, cairns, and altar mount are created from piles of heaped rock, barren of plant growth. Uh, and the altar in the middle is a rectangular slab of stone, ten feet long, six feet wide, and three feet tall. Uh, everything is sort of worn smooth by time. Um, uh, this place seems fairly un- undisturbed as you guys approach. The cairns are par- the cairns are, are are piled up. There's no uh, there's no indication that there's anything here, um, other than a pair of elks. Uh, who look to be foraging for moss, sort of roaming around the burial mound. Uh, Flint will just literally go and sit by one of the calms, and he'll be looking at the elks, and he's going to do his uh, his uh, barbarian ritual. What, what? I can't remember what it's called, but it allows me to like speak to animals. Yeah, so you took the you're, you're a path of the totem barba- uh, totem warrior barbarian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you, you perform the ritual that lets you speak to the animals, and you... The, the, the elks seem to be watching you. Um, they're, 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 they're sort of shyly staying a little bit beyond 60 feet from you, but they don't seem to be threatened at the moment. Yeah. And that's, that's going to take, like, 10 minutes anyway, like, if other people want to do stuff. Yeah. So, the rest of you? Start examining the altar. Looks like... I'm going to try not to disturb anything. Uh, so give me an investigation check. Uh, so looking Thank at the you. altar, you sort of determine that the, the slab that makes up the altar weighs several tons. And prob- is, is definitely too large to be lifted or moved by, any, by, uh, by you, um, or by any of your party, at least as an individual. Um... Do I still have wolves, or has it been too long? Uh, it's been how long did the wolves last? An hour. I think it's an hour. Yeah, no, they're gone by now. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're you're far just by looking at it and and by judging by the creatures that you have previously experienced in the past, you'd figure this probably would require a giant to actually move or a la- a good crowd of of normal sized people. There goes William. <laughs> Bye, William. <laughs> um, any secret levers? Investigation <laughs> check. Looking for anything hidden, any mechanical things, or anything like that. Investigation. Oh, seven. No, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like anything. Um, it doesn't seem like anything is designed to move this altar. This altar seems to be a permanent installation. Hmm. Anything around it that's of interest, or any tracks, anything like that? Uh, there are the tracks of the elks that have been here. Um. This, no, this 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 mound seems fairly well preserved. Give me a second so, to look through the beasts' options real quick. Um, I mean, if, if you figure looking at it, you figure that if if all of you worked together, you could probably slide this slab away if you needed to. 
fucking head. Um, have we been told what these artifacts look like? We, we have no idea. Yeah. They said that they were artifacts from giants, and we found a shield, and you know, it could, could be anything. You found a shield, you found a mask, those are the two things. Yeah, if, if we... We can work together on it, and if we can't get it that way, I can summon could, a few war horses, and we can. Could you summon this like some thing to a whole bunch of war horses and have them drag it out of the way? I before before we completely desecrate this burial ground, would it be possible, you know, like burrowing creatures to see what's underneath? Anyone know something of the challenge rating that is a beast that can burrow? Uh, badger, I would assume. Badger, moles. I don't know if that's actually in the DMG, but I would assume I a badger can burrow. Don't think a badger can, but I will look it up. Mole yeah, is not a thing I have access to because it doesn't exist, but... But small, yeah. you can up to a challenge rating of, like, three. Badgers can up burrow Up to five. a challenge rating of two. Two, but um, yeah, so, you know, something... Badgers can burrow five feet speed. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I can summon an army of badgers. Mm-hmm. I don't doesn't the, I don't mean to uh, before the, that disturb the burial site as well. Uh, you can summon giant badgers. Um that's challenge rating a quarter. What? Yep. Having having an animal dig underneath to see what's under there would be less disturbing than just moving the entire thing if we don't. Have- I suppose. Or are we just go. Or are we just we can just move the altar. All right. Um, <laughs> lots of tiny badgers, or less, but still f- a fair number of giant badgers. Giant I bad- giant badgers. That way, if anything does happen, they might. Be able to help. I mean, okay. my, my only concern is giant badgers are medium sized. They're person sized, so that would be like a person swimming through the burial mound. So, in terms of disturbing, again, unfortunately, our cleric isn't here to very vehemently object to this. So. What <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with a five religion check, typically things that are buried aren't meant to be disturbed, regardless of how you disturb them. So cool. Um, so in that case, I just realized they don't all technically have to be the same kind of creature. From at least from what I can tell of the spell text, um, one thing that digs, and then something that can help us haul. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, stupid roll twenty. Stop being slow. <laughs> um. So you summon and badger. 
I'm going to summon giant badgers are challenge rating a quarter, so I'm going to summon one giant badger. Because you only need one to um, dig. Dig. And three wolves to help us out in case something happens, and also because wolves are fairly dexterous and tiny. And because it's a medium-sized hole, at least one of us could probably get through it if we need to. Like the little the dwarf. Pilot. Like, like that, the halfling. Like the halfling, yep. <laughs> um, so, the beaver, so, yeah, this medium-sized beaver and two uh, and three badger. wolves are badger. Not beaver. Badger. <laughs> I don't know why it's a beaver. Medium-sized badger appears. Badger? Um, I'll, I won't lie. I was thinking about ninja platypi. Uh... <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't do Ninja Platypie. And uh, begins to dig. And as the badger begins to dig, we're going to take a quick break so we can try to solve William's technical issues and get him back in the call. So, we're back in just a few minutes. And we're back. We have returned to our... We have returned our paladin to... From the Shadow Realm. Um, And had done our obligatory fuck you Skype. So... Uh, the badger. That, so, Viren, what you missed basically is Miracle summoning a, a a giant badger to dig underneath the altar to see what's underneath there. Mm-hmm. Um, because the altar slab is huge and requires it has like sort of several tons and would require all of you pushing together to move it. So I want to see what's there first. Yeah. I also summoned some wolves to help out. So the badger digs underneath. It's medium sized, so actually, it can yeah, it can just do that. Um, and what 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 order have you given it to just dig and look, or dig and pull, bring back, or what? Dig, determine what's there. If it's something you, if it's one one or two things you can easily bring back, just bring it back. If it's not, come back and report because they're fake creatures and they can yeah. understand complex orders. Yep. So yeah, the the giant badger burrows underneath the slab, and after a few moments, uh, it, you see it backing out of the hole that it made. Um, and as it it's sort of backing out, bringing with it uh, a five foot long mithril spear tip. Whoa! Is there anything else? Ready? Nope, nothing else underneath. Now we can fill this hole back in and we won't piss off too many people. <laughs> Do you- yeah, with the badger's help, I guess we fill back in the yeah, hole. Badger goes back in and just starts filling back in the hole. Badgers can do that. Does anybody want to try and determine that this is what we were looking for? Oh, it's a oh, I I have done a lot of giant research lately. It is a it, it is a spear tip that is longer than the spears you guys currently have on you. So it is safe to say I will roll a history check just to be sure. Go ahead. Yes, this is a giant spear tip. <laughs> That's what the eleven and thirteen get you. <laughs> Uh, and Ken, and Kinvalar looking at it, it sort of radiates a faint magical aura as well. Oh, really? Yeah. 
If we didn't have to... I will arcana roll for it, then. Sure. 24. Uh, The aura, it radiates is faintly divination. Uh, It probably doesn't have any actual effect anymore, but when it was whole, it probably had some sort of divination magic attached to it. Well, this I know the names of all that I kill with this spear. <laughs> That's not relevant anymore now that they're dead. Uh, I got an 18 on history check for the spear tip. Yeah. Just a spear tip. Like, it's a spear tip. Like, there's not... The, these these relics are so ancient that they, they come from... These these relics, and, and Miracle knows this from research previously done, but um, these, these, these come from the the time when giants ruled the land, um, which is millennia ago. So, like, there's there's not much known. These these are just I wouldn't lost be artifacts. terribly surprised if most of these have some level of magic, given how long they've lasted. Yeah. Um, also, uh, like sacred relics. I'm going to take it. I finished uh, that. Flint's finished. Uh, yeah. So you finished your ritual. ritual. You finished your ritual. So, what do you would you like to talk to the elks? Yeah, um, he's just going to ask whether, uh, has anybody else been by this place? Any other kind of two-legged beings? Uh, you get back a sense that the only time anybody ever comes here is when they're coming to bury their dead. And, uh, can I decide from them what kind of dead it is? Like, is it more giants? They're the, they're the, the elk tribe Utgard barbarians. Um, so right, they're, they're barbarians. mostly humanoids, but other races occasionally. Okay, and I tell them not to... I tell them not to fear the rest of the group that uh, they're friendly. They 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 understand your, your, your statement. They still seem to be keeping their distance, just because they're elks, and they startle easily. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Alright. So yeah, you guys have, uh, I'm assuming the Mithril Spirit Tip goes in the bag of holding? Yep. And, uh, Kinvalar, you can put it in yours? Yes. So you put it, and it's heavy, it's about 75 pounds, the Spirit Tip, and you... And then it goes into the Mithril bag, into the bag of holding, and the weight vanishes. Yay! Mm-hmm. What's our what's our next mission? Uh, so the uh, just looking at the map again. So you guys are at Flint Rock now. Um, the I think the the previously proposed suggestion had been to go down to Yarder and use a teleportation circle to go to Mirabar or somewhere else. Um, you know the other places. You 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 know that you only need one item to get an answer, but you guys are sort of looking to get the most that you can to get the most answers you can. Yeah. Um, so there's one near Mirabar and one near Everland. There's one near Mirabar. There are two near Everland. Oh, there's yeah. There's Stone Stand and Grandfather Tree. Grandfather Tree is in the High Forest, though. Um, which, thanks to Miracle, you guys can traverse the High Forest without too much difficulty. But it is still the High Forest. Tell me more about this high forest. Uh, it is a large forested area. Uh, it is populated by uh, largely by wood elves and other 
things that live in forests and might be potentially dangerous. Uh, uh, anybody that wants can anybody that wants can make a history check uh, about the high forest yeah. if you want to learn more information. Yeah. So. Twenty-one. Twenty-four. Twenty-four, which was a natural mm. twenty. Yep. Uh, who, who, whose, whose history roll is that? I'm thinking that was Milva because it's a yeah, positive yeah. modifier, not a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so most all of you, all of you, what what Kimlar said is true. All of you know that it's it's it is this it is this massive ancient forest that has a variety of things living in it, including wood elves and barbarians and things. Um, uh, Kinvalar and Miracle, you both know that it is also the home of treants uh, and stags with antlers as wide across as a wagon and brown bears bigger than large sheds. It is this ancient forest of magic in nature, uh, home to druids and home to barbarians, the Uthgard barbarian tribe of the Tree Ghost tribe. Um, you know that typically uh, in the outermost fringes of the forest, there are woodcutters that ply their trade. Uh, outlaws also use the forest as a place of refuge, but those who venture too deep into the high forest are often never seen again because mm-hmm. of the various inadequate dangers. And Kinvalar, you also know that the forest holds many hidden settlements, haunted ruins, fey crossings, and ancient magical wards. So yes, it's a it is a it is a fairly dangerous place, but it is an option. And there's also the second burial mound near Everland too. If we don't want to go into the high forest, which one's nearest to us? Um. Well. <clears throat> via the teleportation circle, you which you can uh, technically, if you're including the travel time from the locations that you can teleport to, um, just by looking at the map, you can get to Stone Stand the fastest because of Miracle's ability. Okay. You know, I did... Th- about teleportation circles. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two people who weren't there for the whole... Um, other thing. Can we still use those? That's a question. We have to find out. It's a matter of if the Harpers will let them in with us. We tell them, well, if they are with us. Then... I... But... Okay. I think it's more of a permission... It's more of a permissions thing than will it work on them. Yes, I'm not asking if teleportation magic functions on a barbarian. Yeah, no, right. no, no. I'm not genre savvy. I'm not very setting savvy, but I am that setting savvy. No, uh, you, you, you were told that you all had permission to use the magic circles. You were not told anything about guests. So yes, you don't know. Um, you'd have to ask. Well, <laughs> you need permission from uh, the Harpers. Okay. We can certainly ask. I'm sure we can strike up a deal mm. with them. Um, you know, I did have a thought. 
once we actually get to the get to the location that I probably should have thought of before. So I reach into the bag and pull out the ginormous adamantine rod of locate object mm-hmm. that we've had since since you went into the going into the troll moors. This might be useful once we get there. Uh, it might be useful now. Actually, we don't know where the where all of the pieces are. And if giant things are buried around those guard mounds, there might be more than one. That is a fair point. I don't know. So the rod says it has seven of ten charges currently. Are those charges that recharge? Uh, let me look at the rod of an adod. I would hope it recharges, because... Yeah, I think it's such a D something at dawn. Pot, I can't remember um, what the dice. Most of them tend to be, but... Yeah, it recharges 1D6 plus 4 of its expenditure. Okay, so it's up to 10. It's, I, it's almost certainly It also requires attunement. I would have to attune it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, Hopefully been... when I attune it, it becomes smaller. Here, I will, I will uh, put it in your inventory so you can see it. In your journal so you can see it. So yeah, it'll, it'll be back up to its 10 charges at this point. Okay. Well, give me a minute. Give me, give me a bit of time to tune to it. Let's see if it sizes itself down. Yeah, so take a you... short rest here. Right. Certainly. Yeah. I'll put my wolves to watching things so everyone can rest. All right. Does anybody have hit points down? I'm gonna spend a couple hit dice. Yeah, I got a couple hit points down. You guys uh, take a short rest. And, Flint uh, will sing the song of rest. Ooh, what's Flint's your... not great at singing, so he more kind of dances a lot. So there's a lot of booty shaking. There's a lot of his man boobs jiggling like this. But somehow you feel more rested. <laughs> what's the uh, what's, the, what's the die on you your get song an of rest? Extra one d six hit points. All right. Whenever you heal. Roll me a d6. That's, oh, a six. Sweet! And then one hit by my own. Hey, I got, I got a six, too. You won. It's good. It's, it's good healing. Um, anyway, uh, so over the course of the short rest, you attune to the rod, uh, Convalor, mm-hmm. taking up another one of your uh, attunement slots. Which I think, is that your last one, or do you still have one more? I, what do I have attuned? I don't think I have any ma- Oh, I have the, the robe. Is, the robe is not an attuned item, and I don't think Moon Touch scimitars require attuned. It's not. I didn't know if the robe was or not. The, the no. Sword is not. And during the short, I remember rest, that one specifically because there was a question oh, um, of whether I would even put it on the fire rune. Or do who, wait, who has the runes? I don't have any. Of the I've runes. got the ice rune. Uh, I think uh, Miracle the has the fire rune. Right. Right. That's right. I have the fire rune. Okay, okay. Right. Okay. That's right. We just haven't well, come up against anything where it's relevant. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah, well, as you. Oh, that's a thing it might be. Uh, the Enduring Spellbook might require a tune. No, it doesn't. It's just a spell. Okay. Okay. During the short rest, mm-hmm. pull out a couple glasses or a couple mugs and the alchemical jug and go beer and hand one to Flint. Nice. So yeah, Farball pulls out this this massive jug that has like all many number of different like corks and stoppers in it. Uh, looks at it, says beer, pops one of them off, and then just pours out beer into a glass for you. 
like just looking square in the eye with a little tear just coming down my face and just says, that is the most wonderful magical item ever. And I, he just necks the beer. <laughs> and pour him another one. I got up to four gallons of beer. <laughs> you just like I just oh, open up and just like take a long breath that could have got messy. Hold it above Flint's head. Um, yeah. So, as you attune to the rod, it does indeed shrink down to a more easily wieldable size, Kinvalar. Okay, and I will. What specifically will the problem with the with locate objects? Is it has to be a. I have to be looking for a specific I type the, of item. I believe the rod can only cast locate object looking for pieces of Vonadon. Well, no, it can it can cast locate object for anything. If it's looking for something made of adamantine, it, its range is increased to ten miles. Yeah. Uh, yeah okay. So, like, you could say, I want to locate piece of Vonadon or Vonadon and see what it comes up with, something like that. Because each you're familiar enough with the with the magic, uh, trying to find Vonadod will try to get you to the closest piece of it. Yeah. All right, I will. Um. I will try looking for a holy relic. Okay. In this vicinity. Um, it doesn't detect anything in your bags because... They're in a different dimension. They're in a different dimension. Um, right. So nothing shows up. Okay. We're good here. Any pieces of the giant, the, the fire giant contraption nearby? Uh, let me check for that too. Bloop. Um... Nothing seems to be within ten miles of you. Okay, good. Could there be some other uh, magical items in that thing with it? I don't think you can use locate object for magical item. It has to be a little more specific. Yeah, it has to be more specific than that. I did check the burial. The badger did check the burial mound previously. Yeah. I, I think we're... I think we found everything, and I think it's probably best to leave the Uthgar to their burial mound. Yep. Yes, please. All right. So, let's, uh, make our, let's make our way down to Yarder. Heading down to Yarder. Uh, it's going to take you about two days to get there, so I need two D100 rolls. All right. Who's got it? I don't uh, do these. Sure, I'll do it again. Right, and I'll do another one. Maybe we'll encounter more more level uh, challenge rating one eighth barbarian. <laughs> Roll a dragon. Roll a dragon. Seventy six. <laughs> uh, seventy six first one's gonna be there. And seventy one. We're in the same range. There. Which doesn't actually say much considering the nature of these tables. Yeah. You didn't. You didn't roll right. You didn't roll the right thing. We didn't roll dragon. Good. Makes me so mad, dude. No, let's do it. Let's fight. There are six of us right now <laughs> at level nine. Let's fight a dragon. 
this is this is the time to do um, it. So going through the hills, going through the going through the hills, nothing jumps out at you, and you guys get another long rest. So um, you can recover your hit dice and various okay. other things. And uh, more charges on the staff. Yeah, as you as you get over, yeah. So one d six plus whatever to on the thing. I mean, I've only used two, so it it's full. Even if I roll a one, it's yeah, three yeah. Fully. Um, as you get back towards the road, uh, heading south into the into the Desaran Valley, you do come across a horse drawn wagon heading south towards Yarder. Um, you see it. It's um. Uh, there, it looks like there are four, uh, four people, uh, two on the seats, two walking next to it, just as commoners, uh, heading south, um, towards the, towards the town, uh, as you sort of come out from the grasslands and onto the road. When you say dressed as commoners. Dressed as commoners. They, their dress indicates commoner. Whether or not you <laughs> believe that about them is up to you. Um... Looks like they're. Uh, it looks like. Um, it looks like they've got several ten-gallon kegs in the back of their wagon. See that again? Looks like they've got about nine ten-gallon kegs in the back of their wagon. The four of these that are heading south towards Yarder. Flint's eyes go very wide. <laughs> Give me a perception check, Flint, with advantage because it's alcohol. <laughs> you notice the maker's mark on these. This is ale brewed in Mithril Hall to the north. Dwarven ale. Nice. Uh, I go running after it. <laughs> <laughs> so. So. The four commoners turn and see a raging dwarf running at them. Oh, fuck! Happy rage. <laughs> a happy rage. A happy rage. But all they see is just a dwarf running at them. They're like, oh, shit! And the, the wagon starts to go faster. It's like, moving faster. behind Flint tries to catch up to him, but he's a barbarian, so he runs back. Everyone give me athletics checks, see if you can overtake Flint. Before Flint overtakes the wagon. Flint, give me an athletics check with advantage because you're running after alcohol. Go. Natural one. I'm in full plate, man. Fire's like, oh, fuck, Stitch. Okay, okay. Um, by the way, because even Dwarven Barbarian bats have 50 feet of flight. Um, just gonna keep the bat near, oh, yeah. near enough by that he doesn't, that, that Flint doesn't get entirely lost with instructions to guide him back if needed. That's a Farbuk's, nine. Farbuk quickens his pace, but he's not running after him. Mostly he's laughing. That was Melva's athletics as well. So. Yeah, like the group of you start running, and none of you can catch up to Flint. Who, after a few moments, Flint catches up to the wagon and just dive bombs into the back of it. (laughs) (laughs) And the the wagon pulls up to a halt as the people are trying to figure out what the hell just happened. (laughs) Flint takes out a a little hand axe. (laughs) Flint, wait, cracks into the side of one of the barrels and just lifts. (laughs) <laughs> it be an athletics check again with advantage. Uh, a what again? Athletics with advantage. 
Is, these are ten. Uh, these are ten gallon kegs full of beer, full of ale. So, and it's like Fire Firing like runs up to as soon as Firing catches up, he's just like immediate. He's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for our friend." We'll so, so yeah, on the back of the wagon, the rest of you sort of catch up again. Firing, you've got a stitch in your side. It's hurting. <laughs> um, like and trying to run. you just see Flint with this keg that's bigger than he is upended above him and just guzzling alcohol as it pours He's out. He's got a happy beer rage. <laughs> and as this is happening, Miracle will go, Hi, my name's Miracle. It's great to meet you guys. Sorry about the weird circumstances. As in the same breath, Fire is apologizing profusely <laughs> and offering to pay for the keg of beer that, that Flint is just downing. <laughs> Totally after after a bit, Farbolt does catch up, and he's laughing his head off. <laughs> so yeah, you, you guys make your introductions as as uh, Flint. Give me a Constitution saving throw. Uh, is that with advantage? No, poison. Just flat. Okay. At the, at the at the quantities you're at the quantities you're drinking, it's less poison and more just liquid <laughs> drowning <laughs> yeah, it's it's you're more you're more it's a drowning save at this point all right you're you're, you're still going um well once i've once i've drank my fill like once my belly is full i'll i'll stop and i slump back with just a big grin on my face and just resting on the back of the car which just let's be honest is when the keg is empty yeah so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then he literally just like you see his eyes go wide and then he just lets out the just the biggest burp ever. <laughs> so yeah, you 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 make your introductions and pay for the. It's it's ten gold for the for the keg. Yeah, I, pay, I, pay, I put that um, the fifteen. Uh, and and yeah, they're 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 farriers bringing uh, their 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 peddlers bringing uh, uh, dwarven ale from Mithril Hall, heading south towards uh, heading. He- they're actually heading. They're 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 um they're heading south to Yarder to cut over to Tribor and then follow the road down to Waterdeep. So watch out for giants. Uh yeah they they they've they've been they've they've had to be quite careful um because they have they have had a few run-ins with giants but fortunately they've been able to evade most of them. Um, these are, they're all sort of old hands at, 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 at ferrying stuff up and down the roads, so. Yeah, you didn't expect the dwarf to come out of nowhere. No, the dwarf was startling. They weren't, they were expecting something much larger and angrier, and it was, it was confusing. Um, also the dwarf is really fast. <laughs> um, and they, they, they offer to give you guys a ride into Yarder, uh, the rest of the way. Yeah, that would be most appreciated. Thank you. Flint will offer to safeguard the beer. (laughs) I'm not so sure about that. (laughs) I I I pay them fifteen gold for the ten gold cake. Okay, they gladly take it. Um, And yeah, you guys ride the rest of the way into uh, into Yarder with a bloated with a bloated Flint sitting in the back next to an empty barrel, Uh, singing barbarian. Shanties, (laughs) Shanties, <laughs> <laughs> singing whatever the land equivalent of sea shanties are. Yeah, yeah. Um, land shanties, land shanties. <laughs> and you guys get into Yarder. So you're back. The 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 caravan continues on its way, and you are in Yarder. All right, 
Well, I suppose now we go and talk to the Harpers and see if they'll let two uh, additional people follow us through. All right. So you head over to the secret Harper's hideout thing. Yep. And there is a man, uh, a very familiar man whom you've dealt with before, uh, behind the counter, looking up at you. Ah, yes, welcome back. What can I do for you? He uh, says as his hello. his sentence changes as he sees the two people who are not part of the Harpers come in. Yes, they're with us. We were wondering if we could bring them along. Well... That depends. Where are you intending to go? Avalanche. They're helping us solve the problem with the giants. Friends. You sort of see the, the, the sort of the deep breath and exhale through the nose as he just you can, you can tell there's sort of an internal dialogue going off of They're quite reputable. You have nothing to worry about. As he's thinking, Flint will stump up a little bit closer to him, uh, looking square in the eye and say, listen, we've got a... We're using a teleport, right? That's what we're asking for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we've got to use this teleport to help our friends go find this shite, but after that, I'm free. I mean, I could do you a deal. She's really good at getting into anywhere and stealing anything, and there's nothing that I can't kill. So I'm sure that once we're finished with this, we can pay you a visit, and maybe we could help each other out. Kid Valar, who just talked about how reputable they were, is now massaging his temple. <laughs> he, yeah. he, he raises an eyebrow. Give me a persuasion check, Flint. Yeah. Use that bardic charisma. Yeah. I may well inspire myself as well. I mean, you always inspire yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey! A natural 20. Hi. Looks down at you. <laughs> well, we could always use muscle and a keen, and a keen blade and dexterous fingers. It sort of strikes his chin. <laughs> you vouch looks looks over at the others. You vouch for these two. Yes, they've been stalwart allies in the past, and will be again. I don't know what stalwart means, but I think I got a cream for it. <laughs> Despite his hygiene, the dwarf's prowess in battle is impressive. Kindvalar tactfully allows. Farbolt and Firen to do, uh, to speak for them and hope that <laughs> hope that's enough. Very well. We can always the Hoppers can always use skilled individuals, and I believe we could indeed find some use for you. You will, of course, there will be entrance uh, rituals and oaths that need to be sworn, but since it does seem like you're in a bit of a hurry, we can forestall those. Here. Um, and uh, hands, uh, he, he reaches under the counter and pulls out uh, sort of a silver pin, a pair of silver pins that look to be uh, harps, and just sort of holds them out towards Milva and Flint. I grab one. Yeah, Lynn grabs the other. 
Keep those on your person. He and pins it through the skin on his chest. Not literally in a bag. <laughs> Works. Little blood <laughs> dripping down from where you stabbed it in. And when you're done with your allies, return to the building you're going to find yourself in in Everland. I'll be there. You should probably pull that back out. It's likely to get infected. Take it back out. (laughs) And I go, It's alright, I'll clean it. And I I suck the blood off the pen and put it back in. We'll have use for you. And he, and he leads you all over to the teleportation circle. Blint takes a single point of damage for stabbing himself in the thing. Yep, one point of damage. It's fine by me. Worth it. Um, and with Flint, with a Harper badge embedded in his chest. Uh, you all. I hide mine. You all get like you should. Yes, um, you all get into the, the teleportation circle, and so Melvin Flint is the first time you've been here. You find yourself in uh, another location that is sort of a very nicely put together tower um, with another mage sort of standing there, looking at the group of you come in. Looks at the two unfamiliar faces, sees the pin in Flint's chest. Puts a hand on his face and just waves <laughs> you out. <laughs> Kinvalar gives the man a sympathetic smile. I, I understand. <laughs> and the group of you are let out into the city of Everland. Oh, man. Wonderful. All right. Um... I suppose we make our way to Stone Stand then. <clears throat> uh, yeah, unless there's uh, something that anyone needs to pick up. I would like to grab some uh, healing potions. Yeah, we've got no healing potions whatsoever. Uh, uh, you, we... you both have, by the way, over, over the course of your adventures, you have accumulated 500 gold each. Um, okay. So you both have that in addition to the other things that you've got that you've gained. Um, uh, did we leave our horses in Silvery Moon or in Everland? Silvery Moon. Right. So is there is there like a potions shop well, that we can go You to? can summon yeah. your horse anytime you want. Yes, well, I can, but that would be... like to go to the potion shop. Yeah. I rather liked my horse. That's still there. We should stop by Silvery Moon at some point and retrieve them. At some point. Um so Milva and Flint, you can find and, and all of you, any of you that want to buy healing potions um, you can buy in Everland you can buy standard healing potions for 50 gold, which heal 2d4 plus 2, you can find uh, greater healing potions or yeah, greater healing potions uh, for 100 gold, which heal 4d4 plus 4, or you can buy superior healing potions for 150 gold which heal 8d4 plus 8 do they do other potions? Is there a cap uh, on how many potions we can purchase? No. Uh, they, they, this is a alchemist. This is an alchemist that brews his own. So. 
Oh, I'm going to pick up mm-hmm. another greater healing. Yeah, I'm going to pick up two graders and a superior, I think. Okay. Uh, they do have other types of potions. What are you looking for? Uh, potions of haste. Potions of what? Haste. Haste? Uh, he does not have those potions, the, the, that particular type of potion. He has more uh, standard standard set. Uh, he has a, sort of a standard suite of potion, potions that cure poison, potions that let you breathe underwater, things like that. They don't have anything of of significant magical effect like haste. Cool. I'll take two. Was it a hundred for a greater? Uh, yeah, hundred for the greater. Yeah, I'll take two two greater. Uh, and how much is a potion of uh, underwater breathing? Uh, 50 gold. I'll take one of those as well. I'm going to uh, uh, 200 for the superiors. Was that accurate? Uh, 150 for the superiors. Okay. 200 was two graders. Sorry. Oh, okay, yes. Uh, so I will pick up, you know what? I apparently more than have the money. Um, I don't know where I ended up with 2,141 gold from the bounty. That sounds right. Cause you've bought something and I haven't. Um, okay. So I will pick up, let's say, let's say four superiors. Okay. So that's... 600. Yep. <clears throat> so Miracle grabbed one standard, two greater, one superior. Uh, oh. And I don't know if I can do this with this guy or somewhere else in town, but I am going to try and offload 20 pounds of Rimerace hide and four Rimerace teeth. Yeah, you can you can offload that here. Uh, he can definitely use them for potions of, like, Frost protection in particular. Um, unless you wanted to take any of the hide to make armor. Um, I'll look to the others. I don't personally want Rimmery's armor, but I'm not going to just no. cash it in if someone else really wants Frost armor. Uh, no, that's quite alright. Okay. Because uh, Rimmeraz armor can, and then uh, Rimmeraz armor, you all can generally know this, uh, can be, or Rimmeraz hide, can be used to make uh, high quality leather armor that gives yeah. you benefits against cold damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not I actually to wouldn't do that. mind. I actually wouldn't mind that, oh. trying to do that. Okay. And I'll let you guys make a decision um, before you buy your potions in case you want to spend your money on armor instead. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I. How much is the how much like, is the hide? If we're do we providing have? the leathers, how much would that armor be? Yeah, providing the leathers definitely cuts down the cost quite a lot. Um, and would that be all twenty pounds of hide or not? Um, it would be about if you gave the if you gave the person all twenty pounds of hide, it would get you a bigger discount. But he only needs about ten pounds of it to actually make the armor. And how much would that cost? I'm looking it up right now. Because I had to pay out a big. I had to pay um, out a big chunk of money to yeah. get access to the Thieves Guild the last time. Where uh, it's good, so it would norm, so it would normally be. Uh, let me get my price tables. Um, 
I can find them. Oh, there it is. Um, can you though? So can it, you it really? would. So it would. It would normally be about six hundred gold uh, to get to get the sort of armor, uh, providing providing all twenty pounds of leather. The armorer says he can get it to you for three hundred, because he can make two suits of armor out of it. Um. Um. Yeah, I'd it's be going to be to... it's going to be plus one studded leather armor with for, with uh, resistance to cold. Actually, Rimaraz. Uh. Yeah, with resistance to cold damage. Um, and uh, you don't t- and you don't suffer any uh, ill effects from being in cold environments. How much would... is the armor? I'd certainly be willing to pay for that. So, to get two sets would be how much then? 600 gold. If you wanted to get two sets with it, 600 gold. So it'd be 300 each for the people who are interested. Mm -hmm. I could be interested, actually. Okay. Um, If you guys... I can't front much money for... Or, I can. I'm just not willing to. (laughs) (laughs) I can hand over the 20 pounds of armor so that it's cheaper for both of you, if that's interested. I would be interested, and then I'll front the gold for my set. Okay. All right. So, um, and then, can I sell the teeth, or are those included you can, in this you can, No, no. You can sell the teeth independently. You could also have them made into weapons. What kind of weapons can I get, well, I guess? you can get arrows... You can get you can get them turned into arrowheads. You could get them turned into daggers, or you could get them turned into short swords. Uh, how many teeth do you have? Four. So four teeth. And if make... I remember, they're huge. Yeah, yeah. So each tooth would make eight arrows. Each each tooth would make eight arrows. Um, two daggers or one short sword. Um, I'll. Kinvalar, we haven't gotten you anything from the Rimmerace yet. Are you interested in daggers? Uh, you know, I think I'm probably okay. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, but uh, I think it would be better better put to use with, with you. Alright. Um, you said one short sword? Yeah, each tooth is, each tooth can make one short sword, two daggers, or eight arrows. Uh, and I can do, you quote me a price on... Um, I do have a tooth as well. I was just keeping it as a souvenir, but if you would like to make it into a short... No, I, I'm... Honestly, I'm thinking that I'm going to buy two teeth worth of things, a short sword, and a... Um, uh, so, sort of eight arrows. So, because you're providing the materials, each tooth can be turned into one of those things for two hundred gold each. Okay. Um. Yeah, at that price, how much can I sell the remaining tooth for? Uh, the remaining tooth can be sold for four hundred gold. Okay. Um. So, selling one of the teeth for four hundred gold. Mm-hmm. And then paying 200 gold on top of that, I'm getting two short swords and a eight arrows, unless anyone else wants something from that. Nope. Okay. So the short swords are plus one short swords. 
that deal an extra d6 of cold damage whenever they hit something. Nice. And the arrows are plus one arrows, which means they don't they don't affect your accuracy, but they do affect your damage. Um, that deal an extra d6 of cold damage as well. Okay. So... Kindler is going to do a little bit of looking around for to see if he can pick up a new set of boots. Okay. The kind that allow him to leave tracks of whatever humanoid he wants. <laughs> uh, you can definitely find those. Okay. Uh, they'll be, they'll be uh, 75 gold. Okay. Perfect. Those will become useful both Probably during this and beyond. Actually, if one tooth will make how many daggers? Two. And they'll cost 200 each? Mm-hmm. 200, yeah. 200 to make 200 two daggers. For the, for the tooth's worth. Yeah. Otherwise, the, da- the arrows would have been stupid expensive yeah, and no, no, no thanks. No, 200 for two daggers from one, from one tooth. Okay. Um... I'm actually going to use my tooth to do that. All right. You get two plus one daggers that do an extra d6 of cold damage when they hit. Cold fang daggers. Yep. And so uh, the so- the short sword, basically what they did was they sort of, they, 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 they harrowed down this, uh, this, this fang into a slightly curved elven style short sword. Um, well, two of them for for miracles. So yeah, it it it's basically just a, a curved short sword made of bone that has this permanent sort of frosty fog emanating off of it. The daggers are much the same, just smaller, and the arrowheads actually look like teeth themselves and have this cold aura emanating off them. Okay. So uh, the studded studded leather. What what other? Uh, uh, so the studded leather, you guys get it. Plus one studded leather. Uh, so studded leather is 12 plus dexterity, so this is going to be 13 plus dexterity. Um, and it gives you resistance to cold damage. And you are immune to the effect, you are immune to the effects of being outside in, uh, in, uh, cold environments. Excellent. So like you're not bothered by traversing Northwind Dale, for instance. Or North, yeah, Icewind North- Dale. Icewind Dale. Icewind Dale. Uh, and that was 300. That was 300 gold, yeah. And so, if I can get that and um, some healing potions. Yep. So, uh, two greater and one superior. Okay, so the graders are one fi- the graders are 100 and superior is 150. Cool. So that'd be 350 gold. Yeah. And that's me almost spent. Alright. Anybody else getting anything while you're in Everland? It is a mad. It is a high magic city, so there's lots of shops that you can go to. Mm, mm, you know, you know what? I could probably also use just to bump my just just because I do tend to get hit a lot. Um, some magical studded leather as well. Right. So they've used all of the they used all of the uh, hide that you guys had for them. So for you, it's going to cost six hundred gold. Six hundred gold. Do I know this might not work, but can I look for a magical longbow if they have one? Yeah, 
They can, you, yeah, you can find one. Um, it's longbows are uncommon at plus one. Uh, so yes, most weapons are. That's going to be uh, three hundred gold. Can do. All right, so three hundred gold for a plus one longbow, which adds both plus one to your to hit and damage. So the arrows add another plus one on top of that. <laughs> yep. I am saving those arrows, by the way, not just using okay. them. Same with the same with the hawk arrows that are just arrows. Yeah, I, I, w- I, w- I would expect that you would call out when you're using one of the special arrows. Yeah. Um, uh, Miracle, you actually while you're hunting for while you're hunting for a longbow, you find um, a uh, the same person that sells enchanted bows also sells enchanted bowstrings. Um, if you're looking hmm. to them, basically, so bowstrings are single day use magical items, um, like they are once per long rest use magical items that can out- add additional effects onto a- an arrow fired from it. A bow can only have a bow can only have one at a time, um, but it can it gives you sort of an extra thing you can do once per day, or once per long rest. If you're interested in uh, looking for something like that. What kind of things do they do? Uh, the ones that they have in stock are a uh, a a blazing bowstring, a freezing bowstring, a acidic bowstring, and a electric bowstring. Um, which once a day, the next three arrows that you fire uh, take on an elemental property and do an extra d6 of damage in that element. Nice. You said acidic. Acidic is one of them. Yes. That sounds suboptimal. I'll take acidic, thanks. So that's the each bowstring is a hundred gold. Okay. I'll get yeah. Well, right. I have one bow. I'll buy one bowstring for it. Yeah. Um, so you restring your bow, and as you restring it, the, you can sort of see the magic taking effect. Um, the bow itself sort of tints green, um, and the bowstring, while perfectly normal, just is slightly greenish in tint now. Um, as cool. if as if the wax used to wax it was green um, instead of purple. Just of like white. put the stats in the chat when you have time, but that's oh. That's me shopping. <laughs> yep, I'm good. I know what a blazing bowstring is because quarter. <laughs> there you go. All right. Fire, are you buying anything? Fire? Uh, he's he's thinking. Oh, okay. Unless he can't hear us, which would be a different... Fire? Oh, no, he can't hear us because his internet crapped out. <laughs> yeah, I can hear things. Okay, you can hear us now? Oh, and it's, um, it's in the middle of crapping um, out again. We will get back to William momentarily. Um, and in the meantime, I'm assuming after William buys whatever he's looking to buy, you guys are going to be setting out. Yeah. I mean, that is a good guess. Okay. And uh, do you need the stats again for the armor, Jeremy, or do you have it? Oh, no. It's plus one studded leather. It's... Plus one studded leather with resistance to frost. Oh, I was just going to buy plus one studded leather, but that's even better. Yeah, they have more materials to do that because they're in the north. 
um, providing the materials let you get it cheaper. But if you wanted to get that, or if you wanted to get a different kind of leather armor, they have options. No, no, that's fine. Um, Resistance to frost plus uh, you are immune to the effects of of cold exposure, basically. Okay. Uh, I will just put that as an ability. Resistance to cold damage. Yep. Uh, uh, other studded leather. So it's 13 plus your dex. So it's like, for you, it's basically permanent major. I'm now, I now have a 16 armor class. Yep. Uh, which goes to <clears throat> 20 when I blade song and 25 if I shield. So right, you will be a tank one way or another, damn it. <laughs> I mean, that's similar to what Seth does in, in Eberron. <laughs> Who just has studded leather. That's a fucking fighter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a fighter with normal studded leather armor. Kinvar is a fighter. Kinvar has delusions of fighter. There you go. So while William tries to get back in the call. Uh, so. I feel all... like I need to make the obligatory joke since we are shopping. I want to get a thousand mirrors. <laughs> You can certainly spend all your money on mirrors if you want. You never know. We might encounter vampires. Actually, <laughs> you do know. Because, you know, you're the DM. <laughs> welcome welcome back. back. Hey, welcome back. What was Firen wanting to buy? If anything. Um, honestly, Firen's got most of what he needs um, as a redemption paladin. He's got a very aesthetic lifestyle. I was uh, going to say... Not needs, wants. You know what's, you, you know what's great about Ilmerder from a narrative perspective, but terrible from a metagaming perspective? You don't get shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he's I got armor, he's got weapons. What? <laughs> I think most of what he would really need is just... Um, Like, there might be a couple of common magic items that he might want. Um, well, let me know what they are, and I will let you know how much you could have gotten them for as you guys continue on your way to Stone Stand. Uh, so, it is... Stone Stand is... Ooh, that was weird. Um... Uh, Stone Stand is a little over three days away from Everland. Uh, heading, uh, basically following the edge of the of the high forest to the south. Um, so I need three D100 rolls to see if you encounter anything on the way. On it. Got one. I'll do one. Alright. Three. Thirty-two. Thirty-three. Oh look, dragon, that's a dragon, lot dragon. Of, that's <laughs> a lot of threes. Lots of threes. Alright, let me pull up the... I think our virtual dates are weighted. <laughs> As always. Put them through the saltwater test. <laughs> okay. I don't want to dump my computer in salt. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the first day, you find nothing. Okay. Because um, we already rolled that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the second day, uh, you find, uh, you find um, the remains of a battle. 
Um, you looking around, you see you know, just sort of coming coming across it. First, you can see the giant corpses because there are giant corpses here. Okay. Um, you see two frost giants that look to have been felled by uh, barbarian spears and axes. Excuse me. Burping coffee is an interesting experience. Um, uh, and you also see uh, being picked at by carrion birds of various types. Fourteen Uthgard barbarians sort of scattered around the two dead frost giants. Okay. Any tracks leading away from the battle? Give me a survival. Big or small? Yeah, just general survival to sort of figure out who what won? happened to Maeve. Yeah, I was going to do who an investigation away? for yeah, that. Investigation also works. That one. <laughs> Farbolt. That one. Look, there's giants. Farbolt, as far as you're concerned, the birds won. <laughs> 25. Uh, miracle. Uh, there don't seem to be any giant foot trap. Uh, uh, footprints going away from this place. Um, I might as well. You could also make an investigation check if you wanted to, instead of a survival one, if that's better. Um, uh, it would be one higher. Seven. So there are no Eleven. No. Um, Ken Valar, you're a little looking around as they're sort of noticing these various uh, aspects, and you do notice, yeah, there are no, there are no, obviously, all of you notice there are no giant tracks heading away. It seems like these were two lone frost giants that instigated this, whatever conflict this was. Um, but you do see a a handful of human-sized footprints heading north towards the Nether Mountains. Um, so it seems like a couple of the Uthgart managed to survive the encounter. Okay. Well, looks like the barbarians ultimately won-ish. Ish. Ish. Well, there's a lot of them on the ground. A couple of them walked away. But yes, not many of them, so one-ish. I don't... I don't think we need to follow. Fireball's looking around a little bit clueless, but he's like, which direction did the giants come from? Um, looks like they came from the north. You've got no clue. So. Like, like <laughs> Ken Villar wouldn't. It looks like they came from the north. That way, the direction that the giant footprints came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Do we know where we're off. headed from here. Is it the same direction? No, you direction. guys are heading east. Yeah, I'm. I'm really tempted to have gotten the instrument of scribing just so I can have an orange sign soapstone. Sure. Because that's what it actually is. You have it. You leave. You leave short six-word messages. You have one for fifty gold. That that would be a white soapstone, right? No, orange. Orange is the one that leaves messages. White is the white one, one that leaves, leaves you. The summon signs. Yeah. White leaves you. Orange leaves words. Uh, yeah, you can have one of those for fifty gold. Wait. Um. Yeah, you guys are heading east from here to continue on to the stone stand. Okay. Alright. Uh, and, uh, Aaron, can you re-roll that, re-roll that, uh, yeah. D100? Can. 
Just because... Now the dragon shows up. Battlefield twice doesn't... Um... Yep, nothing Please, happens. Dragon. Nothing happens. Damn it. <laughs> At some point, John is just going to get fed up with us rolling not a dragon and be like, yeah, that was totally a dragon. <laughs> uh, no, the dragon, unfortunately, doesn't happen in the grasslands. Yeah, the problem is, if we encounter a dragon in the north, more than likely that's Klauth. And that's bad. There are more than just Klauth in the north. He's like, he is like the scariest dragon in Faerun. Old Snarl. Yep. Yep. So, you guys find your way to Stone Stand. Yes. Uh, So, the Stone Stand, those of you that know anything about the Uthcon Barbarians in the North, which several of you, as we've previously established, do, uh, are where is the burial tribe of the Blue Bear tribe of the Uthcon Barbarians, which was thought to be extinct uh, a while ago. Um, And many people in the North claim that this area uh, of of the High Forest is haunted. Um, Stone Stand is situated atop a lonely hill north of the High Forest. Atop, uh, atop this hill, uh, again, very similar to the previous ones, there's the, sort of the Outer Cairn Circle, except in this case, the Outer Cairn Circle are sep- are broken up rather than a single complete ring. And then in the middle of this whole thing where the altar has been on previous ones is just a giant oak tree. Um, would Flint know anything about this tribe as he's the tribe of the bear uh potentially give me a history check with advantage because your tribe is also bear with advantage Ten. That's enough. Um, so the 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 blue bear is thought to be extinct, but they're not actually extinct. They tend they 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 uh, make their home just south of here in the northern portions of the high forest. Um, they 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 like to be left alone. Like they're they're often like like as for, for as far as you're concerned, they are very akin to the bear that they worship. They are they are solitary like hibernating and being left alone. Um, yeah, I'll I'll speak to the others after uh, seeing that this is the Blue Bear Tribe ancestral burial uh, and just say, uh, the tribe that's, that buries the dead here, they're uh, not secretive, but they, they like to be left alone. They're... Uh, yeah, they don't like interacting quite like the bears themselves. They're fierce and loners. I'd be careful about disturbing this mound. I could send a badger in again. Badgers are not bears, no oh, matter what Honey them. Heist might oh, say. Right. <laughs> keep keep an eye out. Just no, that's keep not an what eye I was thinking. Sure. I know. Um. I could send in a panda bear to annoy those who, who care about, like, biology. 
So it doesn't it doesn't look like it doesn't look like there's anybody around right now. Just the tree in the middle. Uh, which actually, um, with your roll, Flint, you would know this tree was grown from a branch of the grandfather tree in the high forest. Um, which may be relevant, maybe not, but... We're actually uh, missing a little bits of the info when you're talking, because there seems to be quite a lot of lag. Okay, uh, you would know that the tree in the center of the mound um, yeah. was grown from a branch of the grandfather tree in the high forest. Ah, cool. Okay. Uh, which may or may not be relevant, but... Yeah. So, you guys are sitting at the outskirts. Do you go on in? Yeah, Flint will go on in. Definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright. So, as you approach the tree, um, Flint, as you get within 30 feet of the tree, uh, you see uh, a, a ghostly figure sort of standing next to it very suddenly like you blink and it's there yeah. sort of sort of looking out across the cairns uh, does he look like a barbarian tribe member uh yes it looks like an Uthgart chieftain okay I um and it, I... it, it sort of appears to you as you get like just beyond 30 feet it isn't it's, it isn't like attacking or anything but it's there yeah yeah. Uh, I, as close to possible, uh, make the noise of a bear as a greeting. Give me a <clears throat> persuasion roll. I'll cast speak with animals. I mean, it's it's a human, not an animal. Humanoid ghost. <laughs> I, I am also missing things from internet reasons. Okay. Do you, want me to do a, do you want me to do a performance check? Uh, no, thirteen for persuasion because you're you're not trying to you're not trying to emulate a bear necessarily. You're just trying to yeah. commune with this ghost. Yeah, I'm letting him know that I'm also of a tribe of a bear. Yeah. I am of a bear. This the, <laughs> yeah, this is not, not the only time you'll see Flint be diplomatic. Not the same bear, but a bear. Yeah. So the Not ghost, the, bear. the ghost turns to look at you, and in a language you don't understand, begins oh. speaking. Right. None of us speak Bothy. <laughs> uh, I just uh, I bow my head a little bit, like I give a little nod, uh, and I say. Uh, do you speak the common tongue or shimmery one? It, it sort of is taken aback for a moment, looks at you again with sort of fresh eyes. Mm. Yes, I do speak the common tongue. I swear if I hit level 12, I'm taking linguist and learning party. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. Uh, so Flynn says, uh, I'm Flynn. I'm from the tribe of the bear. Quite far away. I know that you're with the blue bear tribe. I'm sorry to see that you must have fallen in battle. But we're here looking for something that the giants left. Could you help us out? Giants. 
I I stand guard over this sacred place, guarding against trespassers. If you wish to approach, you may. Hey, I'm I'm with some friends of mine. Not only do we want to find this item that the giants left to help us, but we wish to pay our respects to the dead here. And I I look around on the floor uh, for uh, a a decent-sized stone. Give me a persuasion check again. With advantage, because you've already proven, you've already shown yourself to be a, a, not necessarily of his tribe, but of a similar tribe. Fourteen. And I just want to, I want to pick up that, like a decent sized stone and go and put it on one of the cans as like a sign of respect for the dead there. You may approach. And I do so. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you you, will, you pick up. Uh, a, there's a little carn like sort of in the base of the tree. That you. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I go put the rock on, and I uh, I ask him whether my uh, companions can come and show their respects as well. Bring no harm to the tree, and they no, may approach. No harm will come to this tree. And I, I beckon the others to... I'm assuming that they've heard all this. Yeah. So I beckon to the others to come and show their respects. Mm. And I will Pyron. just kneel by the tree in prayer. Mm. Pyron does the same thing. He just kind of grabs a, a relatively large rock and places it with the can. All right. Miracle will go through the motions and, like, investigate for where the giant piece might be. Okay. Give me an investigation check. Uh, kind of, Firebolt's kind of doing the same thing. It's, yeah, it's a bit more going through the motions and more so about getting up closer to the tree. There's only two people here who actually care about the rituals. (laughs) (laughs) That's not entirely true. There's, there's, the ghost is here too. (laughs) Oh no, there's the ghost. Also, only two people have stated their intentions yet. So, Milva and Kinvar. What are your intentions? No, uh, Kinvar is going to follow the appropriate leads. Uh, Also, that was a persuasion check, not an investigation check, Jeff. (laughs) Oh, whoops. All right, Kinvar comes up. Yep. What you doing, Milva? Yes, same. All right. Not as good. Uh, so yeah, um, those of you that are looking at the tree, uh, there doesn't seem to be anything here other than the altar. Uh, previous experience would lead to say that, or uh, that whatever is here is probably buried either under the tree or under the cairn that you're looking at. I take the take the rod of the the rod out, Voden, whatever rod of Vanadot. Yes, it rhymes. And, yep. Uh, so you get a ping underneath the tree. Okay. Son of a. Of course it is. 
Hmm. You share this with us that it's that it's under there. Yes. Is it possible to retrieve we, it without uh, without harming the tree at all? That I can't answer. I can only say I where look, it is. I look at miracle. Um, Features of nature, perhaps. What role would be appropriate? Would a nature roll? Yeah, nature roll. Thirteen. Um, I mean, it depends. If it's just underneath the tree, then yeah, like a a a, a, a badger could probably dig it out. Um, depending on what it is. Uh, if it's entangled in the tree roots, then you'd have to cut away the roots, which would be damaging to the tree. Actually, no, I don't have to speak with plants. God damn it. If we had a druid. <laughs> Actually, you know what I can't... Do it, does it seem like there's any ants or other really small things, like... But beetles, bugs that might live in this. Interestingly enough, no, there are like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of small wildlife in this area. There's not even okay. any birds in the nothing tree. Nothing that sort of thrives in tree roots. No. Um, <sighs> Which is strange to you, but something. Well, yeah. no, it makes sense if it's something magical. Ah, oh. can I do like a nature trick on the? tree itself to try and get a sense of like how this tree interacts with the ecosystem if it is sort of a more magical obviously natural but magical natural yeah, sure. Na- not naturally natural Give me a nat- nature check 16 the tree itself is perfectly normal it's a it's a large oak tree yeah i was more trying to understand how these things interact with the ecosystem and then mm. like you Shallow have, roots, deep roots. Uh, it definitely would have deep roots. Um, this is okay. a massive okay. oak tree that that the roots probably go f- quite a ways throughout the burial mound. Actually, it's entirely possible that the roots exist in like in, as far out as the outer ring. Honestly, the best solution I can offer is if someone has the ability to speak to the plants directly. It's not. I, I potentially could. Um, Sorry, I don't know why that's going off. Um, I potentially could um, summon something. You know what I can do? And I will. um, Ants aren't technically technically something that's in the thing, but I assume challenge rating zero would apply to like an ant. Just a regular ant. It would. The question is whether or not they're considered beasts. Or insects. Yeah, let me. Do insects count as beasts? Let me. Let me. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going to look up. If if there are. I like, mean, a giant centipede is a beast. I believe. It? So let me. Let me. Let me just check if 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 other insects are considered beasts. Typically, the delineation between yeah. beasts and monsters. Yes, giant centipedes are beasts. Typically, the delineation between beast ah, and ah. monstrosity is. You can you can summon an insect swarm, which would be ants. Yes. I would. I would imagine. Yes. Insects are, yeah. Okay. So that is, um, I don't technically need this many, but what the hell? Let's go all out. Um, swarm of ants. Eight swarms of ants. So the ground around Miracle erupts in ants. 
and just just look see if there's something metal made down there in like with the tree. Burrow into the ground. It's going to take them a while because they while they while they have while they're tiny, they're also tiny. Um, after a few minutes, they return and impart unto you a vision of a massive giant skull <laughs> entangled in the roots of the tree. Unfortunately, it seems connected, entangled in the tree. Uh, well, rather, there, rather than directly this... just trying to pull it out, I think perhaps the ghost might know more about how to retrieve it without harming the tree. I mean, is, uh, is the skull yeah. just a regular skull? It's not metal or anything like that? It's a giant skull. Presumably vaguely magical. Are we able to shrink it? Good question. Uh, I, I, I go can, to the... We might ask, but it's also, can we see it to shrink it? And, um... Honestly, I really wish I had people to play them. I, I, I well, go to... Really, the, really, the, really quick, before, the, we, before we continue any further, as you guys are thinking about plans to extract the skull from the tree roots, we're going to go ahead and call it an end to our session for today. Uh, right. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Dan Grebo, would you like guys like to show off some stuff to our viewing audience? Yeah, yeah, we've got some uh, we've got some stuff. So the first thing is that we are actually going to be sending uh, you guys some uh, dice cups and dice bags that we make for free giveaways. So I look forward to that in the future. So these are dice. Dice cups that you can have your dice in and roll them in the lid. Uh, we're still doing our GM kits because there's a massive demand on them. But then uh, the new product that we've got out, uh, which isn't even up on the website yet, so this is the first time anybody's seeing it, is we have some cases for you to keep your minis or dice in. Again, all hand-stitched, leather-bound. This is a mermaid kit. And then we'll open it up. That stuff is beautiful. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really think the I don't think the camera does it justice, but it's very very shimmery. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they have really fantastic stuff. So all this is nice and soft. This is all foam. And then this is foam that you can actually pluck out in squares. That so you can then put your minis in there, or you can pluck them out and put sets of dice in. And uh, that's available uh, for those on our uh, Patreon page. Uh, they can order that. That's like a Patreon-only buy. But, uh, yeah, that's like our new latest product. But go, go check us out, The Cognitive Merchant, on... Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Instagram, we're everywhere. At the and I believe the website is thecognitivemerchant.co.uk. 
It is indeed, yes. Uh, and so, yeah, look forward to that. We will be doing giveaways both uh, through the Twitch channel, through my Twitter account, and through our YouTube channel. So uh, there will be multiple chances to to acquire some bespoke geekery of your own. Um, also, one, one of the things is um, we now have uh, an American ambassador for our stuff, uh, a guy called Baylor Banis. He runs uh, the B&B Tavern. Uh, and he will be at most of the major uh, gaming cons uh, over in the US. Yep, and and I've, I've worked with Baylor. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. He's an he's he's amazing little halfling uh, DM. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he's going to be over there uh, with a one of our kits, like a promo kit, and with dice bags and dice cups, and he's going to have Cognitive Merchant t-shirts and all kinds of things to sell. So you'll also be able to place orders through him as well. So yeah, all that's right. pretty cool. Look forward to all that. Go check out the BNB Tavern on YouTube. Uh, I did an interview with them not too long ago that should be going up by the end of the year or early next year. Um, so uh, check them out over there and check out self, all the Cognitive Merchant over at thecognitivemerchant.co.uk. And we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.